As many of you all know, these five officers have been charged with second degree murder in the death of Tyree Nichols. Uh, from the time that of the incident and the time that Mr. Nichols passed away, it was about 19 days. They had been fired and they have been charged, which lets me know that they can always fire and charge officers just that quickly. What I want these five officers to really know, though, is that the back the blue posse ain't coming. The Blue Lives Matter posse ain't coming for y'all. See, what y'all fail to understand is that you all are black. I don't care what color that uniform is. At the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, y'all are black people. So ain't nobody coming to ride for y'all, and rightly so. You get exactly what you deserve. What y'all fail to do is protect a black man, and y'all are black men yourself. You know how difficult black men have it in this world. Black people in general, but black men since Tyree was a black man. And what you all did was put on a uniform and thought that gave you some level of protection. It did not. And now you see, ain't nobody coming to ride for you. Won't be any GoFundMes for you and your families. Won't be any casseroles brought to y'all houses because at the end of the day, y'all are black men and you let that uniform gas you up and think that you were anything different and you're not the world sees you for who you are and memphis always saw you for what you were you fooled yourself into thinking that you were anything different and you know what that is at the end of the day ice cube was right in that song showing out for you know who that's what y'all did you get exactly what you deserve and i hope you know that uh, thin blue line, it don't work for y'all. Back the blue ain't going to happen. Blue Lives Matter won't be riding for y'all. You get exactly what you deserve. Yeah, obvious, we got a problem here And it's more than just Alvin screaming Punisher When life begins to suck, who's reporting it? Luckily, got two friends who you won't forget Coming live, Alvin and friend on survival Laughing non-stop, case drops on a cycle Louder than intrusive thoughts off an iPhone How they make the world seem bright with the lights off AFs, it might as well stay up Lies being told like that dinosaur BS Magnifying glass to the ground if they don't see us Having the time, roasting your favorite people Bougie ain't an option, it's the wage Take it to the grave, have moving to the place You already know when they take the case Laugh the pain away, it's affirmative Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman, can't you tell, man? Gonna post the what up, big dog? Friend, hello. Uh, just to, uh, for some clarity at the beginning, the top of the show there, that was a TikTok from a woman named Hannah Drake, 628 on TikTok. Uh, I thought she just had some really poignant words. Um, for anybody who has DM'd me about the Tyree Nichols situation in the last couple of weeks, I wanted to wait for more details. It's something I've been trying to do over the last couple of years, as sad as it sounds, because this happens so often mm. that sometimes I go, before I give my thoughts, I want to see the whole pie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to know all the details that I can. And uh, over the past week, um, Thursday, I believe, we're recording on a Sunday. Oh, it was Friday, no, as a matter of fact. Memphis PD put out the video of the murder of Tyree, or the <clears throat> what led up to the death of Tyree Nichols. Mm. It was absolutely appalling. And I had a feeling that it was going to be appalling because of how quickly and swiftly they fired and charged all these officers. Absolutely. But it still couldn't prepare me for what I saw in that video. 
uh, friend, did you watch the video? I did watch the video. Very disturbing. Um, seeing his picture, um, him, you know, at this point, dead. Is, yeah. It's very disturbing. Swollen face. Swollen face, broken neck. Um, I the, the article I read was on CNN after watching the video. It was about, you know, his mom and his, step, his stepfather. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just trying to understand but not quite from a parent's point of view how they feel because you know you can never you know brace yourself brace yourself for something like that no and to see that young man be terrified and it's like <sighs> seeing videos like that yeah well number one it's amazing how fast they fired them yeah no leave of absence shock no leave without pay and like hannah drake said in her video it tells you that this is always a course of action that they can take, yeah. but it seems like one to to just be devil's advocate. This may have been so egregious that they didn't need to have the the union lawyer for That's the fair. police department come out and try to spin it. It was like there's no defending this. That's fair. But also, it all five of the police involved were black. Black, yeah. And it's like if it's almost it's almost comical to go that you even have to consider like. Oh, racism is playing a part even in the justice of this. Yeah, because we don't even some sometimes you feel like they quickly close the case on that investigation of this police brutality incident. Yeah, but in this one, it was so cut and dry. Fire them and charge them. Yeah, you know, like you said, no leave of absence, None. and not just fired, fired and charged. Yes, these men will likely be facing prison as they should. Yes, that's the other part that's crazy about this that we have to have this conversation is that like I think they should get whatever it is that they get. Yeah. But it also has a tinge of racism when you think about it. It does. That all five of these guys are black and it was so cut and dry. Like, oh, we don't need to think about it. There's no defense. There's no spin. Yeah. You know, you're going to always see the, you know, the Twitter warriors with the blue line in their in their picture mm. say, why was this person resisting? Yeah. And this one, and I want to try to choose my words carefully. And if I don't get them out properly and you and you fail to address me properly i welcome anybody to come address me but this one hit me in a really different way because in the same way philando castile hit this that video and that story hit me is that philando castile was like a a lunch man at a or a janitor at a school he was a licensed gun carrier he let the officer know that he was a a concealed that he had a gun and it's it's licensed and the, the guy was so scared that he shot this man in his car with his with his girl in the car next to him you know and it was like they couldn't uh, do the caricature of a thug to Philando Castile. And they're not going to be able to do the caricature of a thug to Tyree Nichols. They're not going to be able to find a bad picture that they can say, this is the guy. And he's got a, a grill in his mouth. Or, mm-hmm. Not that any of this fucking matters, but I'm just saying the media spin that I've seen, you know, George Floyd had a, a shaky past, mm-hmm. you know, so people were able to go, well, you know, it's not like he was a saint. Yeah. You know, that was, the, they tried that same thing with, with Trayvon Martin, you know, they, 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 it's like, well, he wasn't as good of a person as this picture that they tried to show initially makes you think. So here, we're going to find a picture of them holding a gun to tell you, Hey, this is, it's okay that he was murdered because he wasn't a good person. Mm-hmm. But Tyree Nichols, I've seen nothing but this kid skateboarding and he has a kid and, and, yeah. and he seems like a nice guy and the, not just from pictures. In the video, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. He's doing nothing but trying to de-escalate the situation the whole time where these guys are talking about calling him a bitch and saying they're going to break his arm. He's going, dude, relax. Like, chill out. Okay, I'm on the ground. He never raised his voice. 
And they continued to pepper spray and tase this man and beat him until he ran for his life. I, mean, I, I think that's the part that people miss is like, he wasn't, I don't think, I, I don't, if something comes out and he had some weed in the car or something like that, it doesn't matter. That's not why he ran. Yeah. He ran because he was afraid that these people were going to kill him and they were the police. And how confusing that, that must be, friend, where it's like, these are the people that are supposed to protect you and you're scared of them. But if you run, it's against, it's against the law to run. Yeah. But you're scared for your life. It's a natural instinct. Though. Right, exactly. It's a natural instinct to, to, to especially when it's, when, when a fight or flight kicks in, what are you, what are you supposed to do when it's like, Okay, I I'm in danger. This You're not, is not listening this is not to me. Traffic stop. This yeah. is I'm in danger now. Like, I'm not going to sit here and you let y'all kill me. And let y'all kill me. I got to do whatever I got to do to try to like get away to escape this, and it just didn't work in his favor. And that part was so saddening to 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 see that and 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 to watch them watch these what five five of, guys these five guys beat it looked, him. It to looked death. like big it, guys too. It, it literally looked like a. Full on. This is a a gang we're, initiation. We're we're, ban- we're banking you. Yes, as a term they use in the streets. Yeah, they banked him, and as they were holding him, the, yeah. and then other guys were taking turns punching him. Yeah, and uh, somebody brought up a really good point. I saw it on Twitter. It's it's a known thing, and it's like we all know about it, but people just kind of accept it when it doesn't end like this. Is that the there's an unwritten rule about this thing called a, a run tax. Whereas like if you make me chase you as a police officer, this okay. is like this is like ingrained in a lot of cops' minds. Okay. If you make me chase you, when I catch you, I'm gonna fuck you up. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get a little extra, you know, elbow while I'm putting the cuffs on you yeah. if you make me chase you. And that's why these dudes are fist bumping and shit after they beat this man. They didn't know they beat him to death, but they know they beat him pretty fuck. I mean they soccer kicked him in his head. They know they fucked him up. Yeah. They knew in that moment they fucked him up, the paramedics had to be called, and they're still like, Oh, got some good licks in, man. Good shit. Yeah. But it's five of you though. It's five it's, of you. It's just that situation where it's like it's you always act the toughest when you have your boys with you. Exactly. Right? It was gang it was it was gang mentality. Exactly, yeah. That was a yeah. gang. That was a gang. And this guy's six three. He has Crohn's. He had Crohn's disease, mm-hmm. which means like he can't really hold in his uh like his bowels. Like he has uh, like bowel issues. Yeah, he weighed one hundred and forty pounds. That's crazy. He was a small, peaceful guy. Yeah, and if you can see anything in that video other than a guy afraid for his life trying to de-escalate the situation until he really, you could tell he was a, I he could tell that I think I'm gonna die. Yeah, and so he got up and ran out of fear for his life and if you can see that and you can watch that video and go well listen i'm just saying like why why didn't he just stop moving stop resisting if if you can see that video and not say that those men are barbaric and aggressive and dangerous and scared and the way that they're talking to him imagine like being in a situation with somebody and you're going hey man relax and they go shut up bitch i'm gonna break your arm yeah Who's the aggressor in that situation? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can watch that video and still come up with these fucking tired, fucking uh, scripted responses about don't comply and don't resist and stop moving, you're the problem. Is why I don't think things are ever going to change in this country. Because another element of this is that people are, are taking this and going, Oh, see, well, it's uh, uh, clearly the uh, country doesn't have a racism problem because all these cops were black. black. Yeah. But that doesn't speak to the this is a systemic issue. Yeah. Those police officers don't see themselves as black when they have those uniforms on. They see themselves as blue. Yeah. And the, the that blue has taught them we go into those guys from what I read were a part of a task force called like Scorpion or something like that. 
And whenever you hear about a task force, you should be on alert because these guys do things off the books. They don't use proper tactics. They're aggressive. They come in hot and they get a mentality of like gang. It's gang mentality. We hang out with the same five guys every day. We go into, we go to war together. Not, you know, and, and, and so these five guys, they were a part of like a task, like a, a task force. I think it was called Scorpion from what I read. And it's a, it's a spot crime re, uh, reduction task force. So what they do is they, they take small areas and small like area, like they take, you know, a couple of square blocks, a couple of, you know, neighborhoods, small parts of the neighborhoods, and they hit them hard. They go in, stop and frisk, pull people over. They're looking for drugs and guns, and they do it hard mm-hmm. in a small radius. Now, friend, what do you think the demographic of the neighborhoods that these fucking spot crime reduction task force look like? Oh, it's majority African-American. Majority African-American, mm-hmm. right? So the idea that you go, well, all five of these guys are black, but it's like, yeah, but they work for a system mm-hmm. that is targeting them to black neighborhoods and saying, hey, use extreme force and come back at the end of the day every day with drugs and guns on the table. Yeah. You know? And after that, they keep. <laughs> we won't even get into that because yeah. that's alleged. But hey, it's not, but it is. We saw it happen here in Baltimore, right? Oh, there's a video out that we've seen. It's just a lot of video. Somebody yeah. house video. Yeah. Caught him. But but another thing is, you know, I think we do in this community, I think, and I mean like the black community, I think mm-hmm. we did uh, we did ourselves a huge disservice when we go, you know, oh, you know, the you know, cops and this doing against black people and this, but it's like and then when other people hear when white people see that they go, Well well look, yeah. it's not it's not white it's cops not, killing white black cops. people. It's not, it's not it's, white cops. But the way that you, that they can go, see, it's not white cops. It's all the cops. All, and yeah. But they can say that part dismissively. Like, yes. see, you guys said the problem was racism. Yeah. And it's not. It's just that all the cops are kind of dangerous sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, but they're saying that like, see, so it's not yeah. a problem. Yeah. And it's like, no, the problem is. Yeah. Right. They sound stupid, but we also look stupid because we sit here and march and, and, you know, peacefully, quote, peacefully protest and all this other stuff. And it's just like, when this happens, it's like, okay, now we taking two steps back. Right. Yeah. Because now it's like, okay, we had five black cops do this Mm -hmm. and then they beat up a black man. They killed a black man. Yeah. Who was I don't even I'm not going to sit up and say he was resisting because that wasn't that's not true at all. And I don't want to hear that. I will. This is one of those to me. And again, I'm not I will never compare trauma. But for me, that video was as hard to watch as bad. The circumstances are as bad as what happened to George Floyd. Yeah. Oh, not- wor- wor- worse kind of even because that guy might even go. I didn't. I didn't know I was. Cho- he couldn't breathe. Yeah. It, it, even if that's bullshit, these men used their fists and feet to beat this man until he died. Yeah, like the council black, but this was, this was a Rodney King, yes. type of situation. It was. They beat the shit out of him. To they beat him to death. Yes. You know. So for me, that's. He was calling for his mom the same jo- yeah, way man. George and his mom, George Floyd's mom wasn't even alive. This guy's mom was alive and they were in the neighborhood. That's where he lived. Yep. He was close enough to his mom's house that he thought it was a chance she might hear him. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. He was he wasn't he wasn't calling out for his mom as he was dying. He was calling like come come help me. Come help me, yeah. Cuz she's I can see that's this street. That's the cross street. I live around here. Yeah. He was probably running to his mom's out. house. That's what they say he was he's like his mom's house lived, he was like eight blocks away. Mm-hmm. And I think when he was trying to run, that's where he was going. Closing the, closing the eight he was blocks. To, he was, that's where he was trying to go. Yeah. So it's, that was a really hard video to watch for me. And again, I don't want to, if, if, if it wasn't made clear what I was trying to say, I wasn't saying like Mike Brown or any of these other people that have 
been, you know, victims of police brutality and death uh, were bad people or good people. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I don't see a world where you where the media can try to convince you that Tyree Nichols wasn't such a good guy and that it maybe it's not that it's, it's not as bad as it seems. Let's wait for more details. Yeah. That's what was able to happen in the Mike Brown situation. They were, ma- they were able to go, well, I think he was stealing something from the store earlier. And then da 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 So people go, oh, so he's a thief. Oh, well, then I don't care then. Yeah. I don't have to care about this. But in this vi- not only in the video, but in the pictures that you see who this guy is as a person, you just, I see a lot of me in him. Yeah. He's a guy trying to stay out of the way. I, I, ca- I couldn't see him the way that he's trying to deescalate on the ground. I could see at the worst he might have been the type of guy that's saying, I'm not stepping out of my car. I have rights. He might, I feel like this might, at the worst, this might have been one of those type of situations where yeah. he's like, hey, I have rights, man. Like, I'll show you my license, yeah. but you can't look in my car. Yeah. I don't have to tell you where I'm going. Yeah. Well, wh- why are you pulling me over? Why are What's you pulling me over? And he, because it's probably an unwarranted traffic stop. They wanted to see if they could just randomly pull somebody over and get drugs well, out uh, of the car. Well, allegedly it was saying that he was driving. It was aggressive. Reckless driving. driving. There's, yeah, and there's no foot. They can't find any, fo- they can't find any footage of yeah. him driving recklessly. Yeah. So what it is, is most likely, and this is speculation, but I'm just saying, based on other ways that I've seen police communities policed, is they might have saw him make a turn without putting his blinker on. And they go, well, he might, I mean, it's late. He's driving in a neighborhood that we are the task force for, that yeah. this is a high crime area. They say stuff like that. And they tried to pull him over and tried to ask him some questions that maybe they might find some drugs in his car. And to those questions, this is all speculation again, just to try to fill in the, I, I need to, for me, I need to fill in the gap of like why backup was called, why he was pulled out of the car the way that he was. Mm. And what I feel like it probably was, was a guy going, um, why does it matter where I'm going? You yeah. know, they ask those questions. It's yeah, like, yeah. you don't have to answer those questions, but you do if the cop is a dick. Yeah. If they go, oh, you give me attitude? Okay, well, how about I call some backup and we're going we're gonna to search the whole car now because I smell weed. And that's, that's subjective. Yeah. They can just say that. I smell weed in the car, so we're going to call the dogs and I'm going to call backup and we're going to search the whole car. Yeah. And now all that tactic is to do to you is to go, damn, man, you're going to fucking hold me up. I got to be here extra long now. And that's probably what's going on in this guy's mind is like, Damn, man, just let me go home. I'm just trying yeah. to go home. Yeah. But I don't want y'all to be, what y'all are doing is not right. But that's what happens, though. Especially now, now after this incident, it, it's gotten worse, especially for me personally. I don't know about you, but it's like, now it's like, I get, if I get pulled over or if I see a cop behind me, it's uh, like, okay, I'm, I'm, oh, it's like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm, it's fear, but now I'm irritated. Yeah. Now I'm like, you know, oh, don't this, let this, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, why, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm scared because, you know, all the shit that's going on in the world. And then it's like, now I'm irritated because why are you pulling me over for what? And then that's where you can you can get aggressive a little bit. Like your yeah. voice can, you know, sound. You just be short. Yeah. You can and just, you have every right to. Yeah. Why do I have to treat you with this authoritarian level of respect? Yes, sir. And sometimes I see videos where they be like, I don't I don't really feel that comfortable answering that question, bro. I'm not your bro. You know what I mean? Like it's like this level of why is there already animosity and tension in this situation? Yeah. It, if your your job is supposed to be to come and de-escalate the situation, not turn it up because you heard the person say, call you out of your name. Like, hey, come on, dog. Like, man, come on. People just talk, bro. Yeah. You can't get mad at somebody because they're not calling you the, it's officer. Like, come on. It's being petty. I see it a lot. I'm not saying every police officer is like this, but I'm just saying a lot of the times when I see incidences go wrong, it's because I'm not seeing the de-escalation happening. Like, you can't expect a person to be exactly the type of traffic stop that you want them to be. But the idea that this guy's so out of hand and f- 
to see him get pulled out of the car and to see his mannerisms and his energy while on the ground being beaten up. And he's still like, hey, God, re- hey, God, relax, you guys. He said, you guys are doing a lot right now. That's what he said. He's, everything he was saying was, hey, like, let's, let's, like, cool, let's put some water on this. Yeah. So I can't imagine that even if he's saying that's against the law, you don't have the right to do that in the car. Mm-hmm. When they're saying, where are you coming from? Are you going to answer my questions? You know, where you, where are you going? Where are you headed? Where are you coming from? Those questions that you don't have to answer because they're trying to get you to admit to something being in the car. Yeah. Hey, man, can I ask you a question real quick? Is there anything illegal in the car? You can go, I don't have to answer that question. Are you writing me a ticket? That kind of, th- I think that Tyree Nichols is probably one of those guys. Yeah. Can you write me a ticket for whatever it is that you stopped me for so I can go? Because no. I'm not answering your questions about where I'm going. I'm going home. Where, where that is doesn't matter to you. And, he's like, and I feel like that probably the cop was probably like, oh, okay, you want to be sassy? Yeah. You want to be a know-it-all? You want to be a smart guy? Okay, cool. Well, it's, we're, we're going to turn this up a notch. And they turned it up a thousand notches. Yeah. It was one of the most horrible things I've ever seen. And so how do you, but how are you supposed to react when you're getting, you're getting beating? I don't, I don't understand. Like, if, just if don't move. Just don't me, move just and don't react to, to the pain and don't feel pain. Like I'm not, I'm not fighting you. Yeah. I'm just like, my arm hurts. doesn't, my arm doesn't bend that way. Yeah. You know, and you're supposed to, you're supposed to just let them break your arm and, and don't move. You know, you're supposed to let them mace you, but don't twitch at the mace or don't like flinch at the mace being pulled out at you. Like yeah. don't any type of pulling away from them is resistance. But sometimes the pulling away is I'm afraid. Like I'm afraid you're hurting me. I'm afraid. Yeah. And you're not allowed I'm trying to, to protect myself. I'm trying to protect myself. You don't have a right to protect yourself when the, when the police uh, decide that you've done something wrong. Yeah. And the fucked up part is after all it, like on that first situation that they'd have, you know, maced them, tased them, put the cuffs on them, whatever, they probably would have took them down to the, to the police station and they would have let them go. Cause they didn't have anything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the crazy part is he didn't have any drugs in his car to, to our knowledge. You know, I'm sure I'm sure we would know by now if he did, mm-hmm. but he didn't do anything wrong. And after all of that, if it would have gone like, yeah, we just roughed him up and we took him down to the police station and he didn't die. They would have fucking probably just he would have been like a probation by judge or he would have seen a judge and the judge would have dismissed the case. It wouldn't have. He didn't do anything. And they beat him to death for resisting, for running to protect his life. And you don't have the right to do that in this country. You know, you're supposed to just let them beat the shit out of you. Yeah. And that's that would that one. This video for me, that's a hard pill to swallow where you go. I can't remember the uh, Walter. I can't remember the guy that was uh, he fell asleep at the Wendy's and the police came and he was drunk. Like he pulled the car over because he was too drunk to drive home. And that one escalated into yeah. like he tried to he took the taser from the cop and then they shot him. And st- this one was like. You don't even, you don't have any right to, or Walter Scott, the guy, he was in the park and the guy, he ran away from the cop, cop shot him in, in his back twice. Yeah. So many incidences. But that one was a while ago, but it ties into this one for me. So in a, such a painful way where you go, you don't have a right to live in this country. If they decide don't move, we're checking you for something, anything yeah. like that. And we're going to beat the shit out of you. We're going to tase you, whatever. You're, you are supposed to just take it. Yeah. Running away from the police means you did something wrong. It doesn't mean I'm scared. I'm scared, man. Can can I can I run away and just I, I'm protecting myself. You don't have a right to feel like my life is in danger and I'm running away from this. You're not allowed to run away from that kind of danger. You're supposed yeah. to just accept that danger. Yeah. So who do you like? Who do you trust? Like after you see this, after you see like okay, well, also black cops can beat the shit out of me. Yeah. 
Like who do you who do you trust? Who do you trust? The people that you supposed to call the. Oh, I felt you? like communal trust between authority and the people has, especially in those neighborhoods. That's and the I'm thing talking like, about these oh. cops being black. At yeah. first, it was like there's. I feel like there's some. But type that of was comfort. a disillusion of like racist. It's, the, the problem is racist white cops. Like no, the problem is the way the the. The mentality that is embedded into policing in yeah, this country. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, like, so people were wrong to think that. I get what I, you're saying, yeah, but, but I, think I mean, like, were something, wrong. To, but something to to hang on to with some type of where you go, like, oh man, at least he's black. At least he's black. There's that's some type, wrong. Some that ty- that's type wrong. of level of comfort. That was wrong. But then it's like when this happens, you go, okay, well, I don't feel comfortable with any cop. Any cop. I don't feel comfortable with any cop. And the problem is, I think in a utopian world. The idea of policing is great. Of course. I, I, I'm not an abolitionist. I think we need police. I mean, if somebody breaks into my house, I'm going to call the police. So even though I've gone, we've gone on this now 25-minute rant about how fucked up this video is, if somebody broke into my house tonight, I'm going to call the police, right? But the point is, in a utopian world, the police would come and be able to de-escalate a situation. Cooler heads would prevail, there's, they're meant to be peace officers. That's like that's what the term is. And so when you see videos of them turning up the situation, you go, "Well, I, why would I ever call that person?" You know, it's such a, it's you know, and not, and the crazy part is nobody called them in the situation. They were just doing. Why are why are police why are police officers giving quotas and things that make them intervene in things that nobody called them to be you know what i mean like that's the part that's crazy to me why are traffic violations not handled by traffic officers yeah man you know what i mean why are highway patrol i feel like highway patrol cops should be the only people pulling people over if you're speeding on the highway and i don't think they i mean i guess you know you could run into a criminal let me let me clear that up you can run into a criminal in that person in that case speeding so a highway patrol officer should have a gun but the idea that in a in city neighborhoods people are pulling people over for busted taillights and shit this should be the the job of like a uh uh, a traffic officer like you know what i mean like the a task force should not be pulling people over yeah for traffic violations yeah nobody called you nobody nobody asked you that'll for be, help that'd be a good thing now that would grease job employment you probably get more more people to join the force yeah because it doesn't i mean like it, i'll tell you like this after this situation this is blown up the idea of any kind of uh police commercials being like hey if you have a problem with how police are doing things police your own neighborhood join the force today if you join, if the way the neighborhood would turn you turn on you right now, if you told them you put in an application to be a cop after this week, yeah, I, it'll die right eventually. Yeah, yeah, but like right now, the idea that you're like, oh, I'm in police academy, man, you sell out. You 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 won't hear any kind of yeah positive feedback from anybody in your neighborhood right now. Yeah, but I I was I still am a person who believes that. Like if, you know, if people. This damn, I was it sound like say, a good, I mean, it sounds like a good idea. Like it, who would who would police a community with more uh compassion and, and and understanding than somebody from the community. From the community but this shit all over that idea yeah that was like my big thought like what you know because my whole thing sa- is like it people, sounds good though it sounds great in theory it's utopian though because we're wrong because yeah. look at what the mentality that they teach you i'm saying i'm five I'm black cops from memphis did this yeah but they I mean, live in that neighborhood yeah but i mean like yeah it's true but i mean like if if they if if the stuff if it was separated by like positions mm-hmm. i think you would get better value for the people that you hire the training would be different. There's different type of level of training or depending on what you apply for. Yeah. Maybe those people don't have guns. Maybe they do. I don't know. But yeah. it's like, I think that like would be, an enforcer type of cop is a, though. we need a, somebody to bust up drug case, yeah, because cases. I, I, you know? Cause that's, that's different when you have quotas. 
we all know we all know when it's the end of the month. Yeah. When there's cops everywhere, we go, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I see what I, I see where up. we at. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. it's about revenue and yeah. thing, things that are just it's not about keeping the it's it's just so it's much deeper than money. keeping the peace. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the crazy part. But we're not we're not specialists and we're not we don't have the answers to how to solve policing in this country. It's just we're just spitballing that after a traumatic thing that we both saw. Uh rest Yeah, but the, it's not yeah. even just that though. It's like it's like seeing seeing you seeing one of us more so video. more so than ever friend and again I, I know that that sound i'm sure that doesn't sound right but i'm just it, it it is i'm just being honest in the moment like i just i saw myself specifically in tyree nichols more than i've seen i mean obviously i was like 17 when trayvon martin got killed mm-hmm. so i saw myself like me and you i used to go spend that over your house we just walked to 7-eleven go get some candy and hey, walk man. back to your house yeah. i saw myself in trayvon martin yeah very much so when that happened yeah a guy just being like, uh, I don't know who this kid is, but I don't like him in my neighborhood. Oh. Sketchy to me. And in the Tyree Nichols situation, because I really feel like me, I'm not a rah-rah guy. I'm not a rowdy guy. I would be the guy. If I would be so f- shocked and and like <laughs> I would be so uh, nonplussed. Yeah, man. I would be so nonplussed <laughs> at being yanked out of my car and thrown on the ground. But I would still be like, hey, man, hey, whoa, what the f- What are we doing? Can we relax? Hey, can we cool this what are we doing can we calm down can we relax like the fact that he wasn't he wasn't getting yeah loud he wasn't even angry he was more so confused and like scared it was scared he was confused and scared like dude relax you're gonna break my arm can we settle down can we calm this down yeah that's me you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't be a guy that's like I swear to god I'm suing all of y'all oh take the badge y'all out you know like also a justified reaction to me emotions are emotions yeah so you can't tell somebody how to react to being like thrown around if they feel like it's unjustified but my point is tyree nichols reaction felt like my reaction i'm not a i'm not a loud guy i'm not threatening lawsuits i'm not asking for badge numbers i'm like hey man whoa hey, hey man that hurt can you can you stop can you please stop i saw myself in tyree nichols more than i've seen anybody in any of these videos i've ever seen before you know what I mean? He seemed like a chill dude. They're not going to be able to spend the narrative in the media and find some crazy photo of him with a red bandana on his face or something like that. You know, and again, I want to make it clear that doesn't matter, shouldn't matter, but it does matter. And that's why that Hannah Drake uh, audio that I played earlier mattered so much to me, because it, it does matter because when they can find that picture and if these weren't five black officers, if they could find a picture of Tyree Nichols in a gang type of looking scenario and these all five of these cops were white the the oh go fund me all that stuff she said all that shit would exist like, oh this guy was a thug he was a criminal free these guys they should not be uh convicted for this mm-hmm. they didn't do anything wrong this guy probably would have gone out later that night and killed somebody he's a thug he's a criminal look at this picture see and that picture would be shared here's a picture of him holding a gun yeah. and they would be able to spin it and then all the people who don't want to believe police brutality is real anyway have a carrot to hold on to to go yeah. oh I, i've been proved right i've been proved right i already don't think it exists and here's the proof that it exists because look he's holding a gun yeah even though i have several guns rifles and this and i go hunt deer and i, I have pictures of me holding guns but this guy him holding a gun is different so he's dangerous he's, he's probably a criminal and so he deserved to die yeah. and you should hey comply don't die that or whatever type of bullshit you know those people those social media people would rally behind them if, and all they would need is one shred of a photo that they could go, look, criminal, thug, yeah, monster. So he probably would have did something bad eventually. 
And I don't think they're going to be able to do that to Tyree Nichols. Yeah, man. Uh, it's rough. I think I did want to speak on before we move on, just as being a parent, I think, um, you know, seeing a situation, getting that phone call like this and seeing your child in that situation. And it, it's hard. It's kind of hard to put in words because, like, you don't know. That's your child, man. Yeah. That's your, somebody murdered your child. Mm. Being able to walk to the crime to, scene. People, people that's supposed to protect you. Yeah. Murdered your child. Down the street. Down the street. You can get put up, put your slippers on and you walk. You down could, the street. They were down the street. She can, you know, you can ride past that every day and that's going to stick with, with you for the rest of your life. But not only just that, it's just, for me, just reacting, you know, you're not supposed to react off emotion, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like, what are you, what are you supposed to do? Was like, first off the first, for me, the mm -hmm. reaction is like, I want this back in blood. And that's just, yeah. that's just. It's because that's your child. Yeah. Somebody hurt you. Somebody hurt your child, right? And she's calling for peace. And she's calling for peace, right? But it's like, you know, that's not the right way. And you got to let things, you know, take the process go. And But I just, it's tough, man. It's just, yeah. it's it's so hard. But you know laws used to come in. For ne sure. Negligence. We ain't even talk about that. First responders, other than the police. Oh, man. They, they, were, even, they were joking around. Yeah. They didn't touch him for like 30 minutes or something like Nothing. that. No they aid. all were just like, no he's aid. fine. Criminal. No Handcuffed him, slid him up against the car. He's yeah. rum mumbling out of his mind, can't breathe, probably delirious. Doesn't know what the hell's going on, and everybody's just sitting around high fiving and joking around and all this shit, man. They had a chance to save his life, and they did nothing. It's uh, it was uh, really fucking heartbreaking to watch that video, and people, like I said, Sad. people, people have reached out to, um, ask like, hey, you guys should, you guys should talk talk about this because it feels like it's not getting the attention that it should be getting. Of and that ch the video coming out changed all of that. So I'm glad it's getting the, the attention that it deserves. Um, I wanted to wait to hear more information before I spoke on it. And then I, the video, nothing else I really need to hear about or see. It was um, the most thuggish, criminal, disgusting thing I've ever seen. At one point... One of the guys was holding him by his arms, and then another guy just came, just punched him right in his face. It's like, what is that? What are you? Uh, how's that getting him under? How's that getting him restrained? You know what I mean? Like that's my like so much of what I saw is three guys on him. They all hold him down on the ground. The guy comes by, like, soccer kicks him in the head. Yeah. What is that kick doing to make his arms go behind his back better? It's just like they were doing so many unnecessary things. And if and if and if that's how they were trained, that's even worse. And another part of this is like the part that a lot of times gets missed because sometimes these videos are such a crazy example is that what do you think we're not catching? Yeah. How many people that don't die but just got fucked up, got fucked up and sent on their way? You think that doesn't happen? Nobody thinks about that because it's like, well, how many people don't die but they were just as in the right, got pulled over for no reason, cops got antsy or mad or whatever the fuck or wanted to find drugs beat the shit out of them, took them down to the police station for uh, striking an officer or resisting arrest or whatever. And you go, I got pulled over for no reason. They broke my jaw and then they sent me down to court. I had to bail out and then I just went to court and they went, all right, we're dismissing the case. So I went through all of that, lost my job because I couldn't show up to work because I was in jail yep. and they just let me out. But it doesn't matter if you weren't doing anything wrong. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Even if they were to post my over that, I don't know. Was you know reckless driving or whatever? Yeah, you're not supposed to beat the shit out of them, no. 
Doesn't matter. That it doesn't matter. You can't justify and say you can't use it to be like, oh well, he was, you know, he had drugs in his car. So you still supposed to beat you still supposed to put your hands on him? Yeah. Him or him or, or her, doesn't matter. Yeah. That's not right, man. It's just it's not right. So I feel like I don't know what's gonna come after this. If anything comes after this. No, I mean, I, no, nothing is gonna come. That's the and that's the it's sad to me that I'm so defeated and I know that this video is a unique one in the sense that it's kind of irrefutable police brutality. There's no, I'd be hard. I mean, obviously you can turn on Fox news and, and you could find somebody saying defending it. Yeah. One of the most interesting defenses that I saw was Tucker Carlson going, well, it's really interesting. People talking about who are, uh, you know, uh, talking about police brutality. They weren't really saying the same thing about, uh, that girl that got clapped when she stormed the Capitol, obviously she didn't use those terms, but I don't remember her name. She's a terrorist. I don't really care what her name is. Yeah. But he was basically saying, well, the police killed her. And where were you guys talking about police brutality when they shot her? And it's like, what? Speaking of Tucker Carlson, why is Jason Whitlock still on TV? Because he's, cause he's black and he says what these people want to hear. When uh, when when they're going, these people out here burning things down and they're protesting. And then Jason Whitlock goes on there, and it's the same script. The script doesn't even apply to Tyree Nichols. He goes in there and goes, "It's about you know single mothers and there's no father in the house and they learn to not they grow up not respecting police and so you know they're hateful and they're aggressive towards police officers and they go out there and they get themselves killed because they don't listen and they don't comply. And if you could listen to that man say all of that shit." And watch that Tyree Nichols video and think that that applies to that dude. You are a disgusting person. I say that with my whole chest. Jesus. If you are a person listening to this podcast and you can watch that. Because if you have any thoughts or opinions about this situation just based on your feeling towards police officers. And you refuse to watch that Tyree Nichols video and just come up with a the script. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, police have a tough job and whatever. Da, 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 and this is a tough job and it's hard for them. Cool. If you can't be have enough stones and enough gut to sit down and watch that Tyree Nichols video and understand how all that shit that you're saying does not apply to this. You're a disgusting person and I don't even want you listening to this podcast anymore. But why does it and I mean that from the bottom of my fucking heart. But why does this feel... What, do you think this is worse than George Floyd's situation? <sighs> it why just does it, as Why bad? does it feel that way? It feels that way, though. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because the cops are black. It just... This it's feels... Be, no, because for me... Again, that's what I said earlier was like, that guy can, he can say it was an accident. Even if we can watch, you, you go, There's you were on him for eight minutes. He, he, okay. he could go, I didn't think I was on his chest. I can da 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 whatever the fuck. He can say something that's he like, lies way out I, did, I didn't know he couldn't breathe. I thought he was fine. They beat the shit out of this guy, man. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. It, they, it wasn't a chokehold. It wasn't a... The taser was on him for too long. It wasn't, you know, it's not like he had a heart attack because they tased him too long. Yeah. They beat the shit out of this guy. Yeah. No way you can defend. No way you it's can. It's nothing to defend. You go like, I have, I, it, I have it's, nothing. It's nothing to defend. That's why in all these times these videos have happened, I'm sure we have listeners that have seen a lot of these other stories and done their own research or alternative facts or whatever and gone, come to the conclusion to still go, well, policing's a tough job and, you know, they probably, they don't know he's a good guy or whatever and it just... It just is a tough job. So decision, split second decision. You can you can still come to that conclusion. And hey, I don't fault you for it. Your husband's a cop. Your brother's a cop. My godfather's a cop. You know what I'm saying? Like I have family members who are police officers. My uncle's a police officer. That doesn't mean that you can't see a systemic issue with the way that policing is done in this country, especially in black and brown neighborhoods, right? Now, 
if you can watch, but put that aside, because that doesn't even matter. It's deeper than that. Be biased and only talking about this situation. If you think every, if you think George Floyd had fentanyl in the system, which was a lie that was disproved. If you think that Mike Brown stole something from the store, if you think that Philando Castile reached for his gun in a weird way and that's why he got murked. If you think all those things, look at this situation and tell me how you can sit there and say split second decision, don't come, don't resist, whatever. When you watch these five dudes who all like at least two, three of them, 200 plus pounds. This dude was a bean pole. He had Crohn's disease. Obviously they don't know that, but somebody pull you out of a car, bro. They know you weigh like a buck 40, bro. You're a skinny dude. Yeah. It's no, it's no, it's no, uh, wiggling around knowing like, Hey man, he's a light guy. Yeah. I don't think five, we don't need five don't of need us. Five to, people, yeah. We don't need five of us to get this guy under control. And they pulled this, 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 this skinny dude who was trying to deescalate the situation out of his car and beat the shit out of them, five of them. Like a like a slow night. It was like, oh, this is this is something. Yeah. We, oh, we, we got some action. We haven't done. They were excited. Night. They came fist bumping and they were excited to beat the shit out of this dude. They wanted him to run. It looked like to me, like, oh, ooh, he ran. Oh, they, the one of the guys on on audio. They, oh, I hope I hope they beat the shit out of him. One of the other cops. Like when they catch him, the run tax. It's like you know the deal. You run, we beat the shit out of you, and that's what they did. Winding up and everything, cocking back. Oh yeah. Calling them all kind of bitches and all. I mean, the idea that they're talking like that to him, even it was it was like it was thuggish. It was it was it was a it was a group of thugs, man. And it wasn't one a.m. It was like eight p.m. Yeah, it, like, it was. Outside, I, it just it wasn't in an alley. Or nothing. It was like we are protected. Yeah, we know we can. We, we know, know we, we can get away with this. We can do this. Yeah, and 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 again, I I, I want to go to Hannah Drake again and say that was another part. That spoke so hard to me. That's why yeah. I wanted to play that. Where she goes, they tricked you. Oh yeah, they made y'all think that you could do yeah. what they do. Yeah, and, nah. and that like, and that like, oh, I'm not black. I'm blue. Yeah. I'm not black. I'm OJ. They thought that they was like, oh no. It's when when these corporate lawyers come and ha- come look over the situation, our uh, union reps are going to handle this. And they were like, no, nah, all of y'all are fired and charged, yeah. and they charged them with like. Civilian crimes, oh, okay. second, degree second degree murder, brutality, yep. uh, d- uh, kidnapping. Yeah. Like they, I mean, they charged them like like a gang. They yeah. charged them like five dudes who never put a badge yeah. on in the day in their life. Jokes on you, right? Yeah, that, that, that uniform stupid. come off. Shit got real real quick. You just you just uh, Daquan and Devin or all these whatever their yeah. names are. Y'all are just that. Yep. It's no badge, no wall, no. I haven't seen that at all. No blue Not wall one. of science, silence. Nobody's none of those accounts. Are posting about these dudes no. They don't care bro And that should tell you Everything that you need to know Is yeah. that it's not about the blue It's about When people get killed In this country And if and if they're black and brown The police were right yep. Except this time yep. Except this time Y'all it's like Oh well Hey I don't I haven't know Haven't seen it not once Don't know her Not at all Don't know her 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 Or her Never Don't know any of No uh, hashtag Back the blue yeah, account is, No No These Exactly these are just five dudes from Memphis. That quick. It's crazy. Yeah, 19 days charged and fired. No leave of absence. Nothing. No nothing. They became civilian dudes real quick. Fast. Charged them. Fired got them out of there immediately. And and and, and you know I was like, damn, that was quick. Real quick. So yeah, man. I mean, I, I want to try to, you know. Move move past this and and and, and still do a, an episode and, and and do our stories, but you know, 
uh, excuse us if we just need a second to we needed a second to kind of talk it out. I felt like this needed we needed to dive into this because there's been a lot of these stories since 2020 in 2020 that George Floyd video and everything that happened and all the uprisings and unrest that happened after that. And with COVID, it was such a crazy time that it, I got, I feel like we got overstimulated and it was like, well, we can't, we can't come and do this every week, man. Like we can't come in every week and go, Oh, another police brutality. It just became, it happened so much. It's like, we can't keep covering everyone, man. Like it, it's just gonna, it's heavy. I know this is a true crime podcast yeah. and we talk about fucked up shit and it's crazy, but sometimes shit hits a little different, you know? And when you can really put yourself in the shoes and it's not a evil, unsuspectingly coming into somebody's home mm-hmm. or something like that. When this is just like, again, like Fran said, every day a, po- a police officer rides behind me in some capacity. Yeah. I feel that flutter in my Sweet, chest yeah. and all that stuff. I feel that anytime I see a police officer pull behind me. So this yeah. is not true crime is different than that to me. So when I, when I see a video like I did of George Floyd over Tyree Nichols, I go, that could just be me at some, like yeah, I could yeah. just get pulled over by yeah. the, uh, the dude that slept on the wrong side of the bed and I'm not getting my license out fast enough or I get it out too fast or, yeah. or, or if I'm having a bad day, I'm not giving you your answers how you want them. And so you take it as disrespect and now it's turned up a notch. Yeah. And it could go wrong that quick. Yeah. You know, this isn't a burglar or something like that. Some, some of the stories we do, it's like, I can detach. I can go, I don't see myself in this. I, it, this is like an unfortunate incident. This is an unbelievable monster that we've never seen. This could be anybody who's at work doing their job and decide to pull you over. Yeah. You know, I don't know. A good apple, bad apple, all that shit. I don't know. How am I supposed to keep seeing videos like this and go, and keep giving benefit of the doubt because I'm not a criminal. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. another part that's that's another part that people don't talk about enough to me is that I'm not a criminal. So that when they go being a police officer is hard. It's like being a civilian <laughs> who's afraid of police is hard. Yeah, I'm I'm supposed to just go. Well, I, he I don't know if he's a bad cop, so I'm gonna treat him like a good cop. I don't know. Why don't I get that same right to be like, hey man, it's hard to be a civilian and getting pulled over scary and nobody ever talks about that. Nobody ever says how how. They go, you know, it's hard. Police are scared and shit. Happens. It's like, I'm scared. What about me? Yeah. You don't want the gun. You, right. <laughs> so you get to assume, you get to assume and treat yeah. everybody like they might have a gun under their seat and I can see your gun yeah. and I'm supposed to be cool and, 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 and not be afraid and not twitch or do anything that makes you uncomfortable. But I see you have a gun yeah. and I've seen a bunch of videos of people that look dressed like you wearing that same uniform as you doing some despicable things to people that look like me yep. and I'm supposed to go. Oh no, it's probably not him. I'm supposed to wave him off and go, no, nah, that's just that's just the internet. Yeah. Well, I hey, the propaganda worked on me. If you want to call yeah, it that, if you sure. the videos worked on me, bro. I don't ever feel comfortable in a traffic stop. And that's not ever gonna change. I do all the right stuff. My license is out before the cop even gets to the to the door to the window. I pull the window down, I hands on the thing. Yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. What do you need? Everything's already in my lap or on the dashboard. Everything's ready to go. And even then, I'm still like, well, let me not reach for this too quick. Or let me, even though I know I'm doing everything right and I'm still afraid and I'm not allowed to be that. I can see you got the gun. Sometimes I might see you got the gun and the little buckle is undone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I can see you got the shit in, they got a term for it. Like it's in, it's in go mode. I can see the gun is in go mode. Yeah. 
You don't got it in the, with the thing uh, clapped into it. You could pull it out right now if you see even have a, a hint of fear. Yeah. But I'm supposed to go. It's it's like on me. The onus is put on me to keep the the, the temperature. That's crazy to me. You're the one that work. Why are you? Why is why is it on me to? Hey man, make sure you don't make any sudden moves that they can interpret. And that should be. It should be my right to be skeptical of police back. If they get to treat me, because it's, it's not happening. They didn't treat Tyree Nichols like, yeah, they they treated him like he has drugs in his car. Yeah. And they treat everybody, everybody in that task force treats everybody in that neighborhood at every traffic stop, at every stop and frisk. They treat them like they're El Chapo. And that's the problem. Because it's like, I'm just a guy going to get some milk from the store. Why are you throwing me up against the wall and calling me a dirtbag and a bitch and all? Why are you treating me like I did something wrong? I just live here. So if if the community doesn't get the benefit of the doubt, why do I get told it's bad apples and it's not all the bad, it's not all the, whatever the fuck this dumb shit they say, oh, the good apples and yeah. whatever the fuck it is, it's just a couple of bad apples. Like, okay, just treat everybody that I see like a good apple, even yeah. if they throw me up against the wall and shit. I'm, There's no badge. I'm not, you're not, you can't identify them when they pop up. That's what I'm saying. How the fuck am I supposed uh, to Y'all all look like apples to me. Yeah. And and I haven't, these apples, I don't like this brand of apples. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's just not an apple that I want to partake yeah. in. And again, I say all that to say, I'm not an abolitionist. If my car got stolen when I went outside and my car wasn't there, I'm calling the police. Yeah. But I'm calling the police. I don't want to have interactions that I don't expect with the police. That's kind of my point is like, that's the scariest thing in the world to me. I don't like unscheduled interactions with the police. And only seeing videos like this only makes that worse. I, yeah. I don't I don't know how to watch something like that and just move on and go, no, nah, man, hey, still a tough job and all that stuff is still true. We try our best as a podcast to ride that line because I understand that it is a tough job. I've seen all the videos of like they go, here, take this news reporter, put a fake gun in his hand, have that old lady getting out of the car, but she has a gun and have this little kid getting out of the off a skateboard and he has a knife. And it's like you have to discern who is a threat and who isn't a threat. And I've seen people fail that test time and time again. I'm not saying it's not a stressful job. I'm not saying any of those things aren't true. What I'm saying is they didn't apply to this, to this situation. And they didn't apply to the George Floyd situation. So it's almost a moot point for you to try to even talk to me about how hard it is to be a police officer because I watched a gang bank a man yeah. until he died. It doesn't. I don't care how stressful the job is. I don't care last second. It didn't take, this was not a split second thing. They beat that man for like five minutes straight. This wasn't a split second. Oh, we thought he had a gun, whatever the fuck. Boom. We, it was like, bing, bang. We shot him. That's even, it's crazy that that's more defensible to me, friend. That if they would have went, when we tried to snatch him out of the car, he reached over to the passenger side seat. Mm -hmm. We thought he had a gun. We shot him. Yeah. They did. They beat him to death. They beat that man. That takes time and intention and malice and anger. Effort. An effort, an effort. <laughs> effort you know what I mean? Five people, man. He's winding up and kicking them and getting a uh, baton. What is it, baton? Right? Yeah, baton and pepper spray and they pepper sprayed each other. It was so chaotic. Yeah. They was, they, it was so chaotic. They were pepper spraying each other. Where's the civility and the and the training in that that y'all are pepper spraying each other? Like that's crazy. Yeah, it, it was very disturbing, man. I, it was it was very hard watch for sure. It was tough to watch, man. Like. Again, I can't imagine being in that moment and being helpless and like terrified. I don't even know. I don't and know running. Do think about how scary this part is, friend. You're running and you go, 
They're chasing me. Yeah. So when they catch me, where do I run to? He was so scared that he ran, knowing that it's like, where am I going to run to? My mom's house? Now the police, they're going to kick my, they're going to, now it's escalated to the point that if I run to my mom's house, they're going to, if they catch me there, they're going to kick the door in and maybe my mom's in danger now. There was nowhere for him to, there was nobody whose arms he could run into to go, what was another, you think another cop would have pulled over and been like, hey guys, five guys, hey, I'm a good apple. Hey, you guys relax. I got him. Yeah. Hey man, I'm a I good. Think, I just think if it was another witness out there. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have went that far. <sighs> Who knows? There was somebody out there. It was late enough that, and they caught him in an area where it was yeah. no crowd. Yeah. No, if it was, if they it had was, they had unfettered time to just beat the shit out of this guy. Nobody was able to do nothing. No cameras. Nobody nothing. there to say, "Hey, stop!" stop nothing. Being, I'm you recording know? you. Nothing. It didn't matter because they have cameras anyway. So it was exactly. like, yeah, they have. They they matter. did that wearing cameras. They, yeah, thought, they thought that that was good. justified. Yeah, they thought they were doing their job. That's the sick part. Is that to those five guys, after they did that, they fist bumped and said, good work, because they felt like they had just done their job. Five people beat up a man who was 6'3", six, 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 three, six, 140, three, 140 pounds, pounds, a beanpole, a string bean. Straight up and down. And yeah. sick. I mean, they, they, again, they wouldn't know he had Crohn's disease, but I'm just saying, they know he's 6'3 and 140 pounds. They can see he's a slight dude. Yeah. And it's two of y'all, 200 plus pounds, and it's five of y'all total. Holding him. Wow. <sighs> The wrestling match? It was crazy, man. No, what it looked like was, you know how in in like a lot of 80s and 90s movies, the bully would go, hey, man, hold this guy while yeah. I teach him Arms a lesson. behind his back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they punch him in his stomach, stomach and in his yeah. face, and he's the new kid in town. They beat that man like that. I'm like, these are the police. Yeah. They basically put this man in a full Nelson and took turns punching him in his face. I don't know how to address that and be ride the line. I don't know how to address that and not be angry, you know? I, I And I can't. And it's like I, yeah. I like I like to this to be a platform for discourse, and and that's good. But what I will say is, while that's true, watch how you talk to me, because this is a. I'm not trying to hear no bo- both sides, no devil's advocate shit. I feel how I feel in this one, and I'm not trying to hear like a but or like I agree with you. But how about that? I just this isn't one of those for me. I like I like you uh, won't get a response out of me. Don't even. I can't say that. You might get a response from me, and it won't be. I don't know how civil it'll be. Yeah. I like civil discourse. I get that. I, I like. I feel like people should be able to, you know, speak their mind and speak their piece and, and give their opinions. But in this one, it's one of those yeah. situations where, like, if your opinion is different so, from mine on this one, yeah, if it's it's so clear where it's like, yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, and you're and you're gross to me. That's. I mean, I, again, I. I I don't mean to be so blunt, but I mean, if there's any time to draw a line in the sand and say, hey, man, if you feel this way about this, then fuck you. It's it's times like this. I mean, honestly, like if you can watch that video and go, oh, I kind of looks cut and dry like a justified uh, mur- murder in the streets to me. Look really justified to me. Uh, I don't want to talk to you or know you. I don't want you ingesting our content. I don't want you to be a listener. I don't. I'm good. I'm fine with you. I'm fine with you leaving a one star review and saying, hey bias they hate cops if this if that's all you hear when you hear this and watch that video it's like anybody that's against against this video hates cops if that's what you hear then you gotta go i mean i don't know this isn't for you you know so this isn't a civil discourse moment for me if you are on the opposite side of the fence on this one just stay over there we built a nice community and i think that i've seen some really awesome moments of civil discourse and people agreeing to disagree but for me this one it's nothing to agree to disagree on. This was wrong. 
point blank period, full stop. Like I don't, and I, and, and I, and you can't convince me otherwise. So I'm not trying to hear any, I don't want to have a civil discourse on this one. It's disgusted. I'm angry. I'm sad. It makes me sad. And, and, uh, it's, uh, really fucked up and, and more, more fucked up on top of that friend is it's going to happen again. Yeah. It's nothing's going to change. There's not going to be any reform. Like literally nothing is going to change. You know, they got the bad apples out. That's, you know what I mean? And it's like, eventually you, you keep, you keep throwing apples away and you go, damn, it's no (laughs) scarce. Worse than that. It's like, eventually, how how many apples do you throw away before you go? Where's the good apples at? Like, I'm I'm sure they're there, but you go, well, how many bad apples is it? Cause I, I think that the idea is if you weed them out, it'll only be good apples left. Yeah. But if the good apples are sitting by and letting this happen, Aren't they just as bad as the other apples? Like, let's say it was a guy there who was like, damn, this is fucked up. But I'm not going to say anything because then I look like a snitch or yeah. whatever. Then they fire him. The war on drugs is a failure. All it, Nobody's trying to end the d- drug crime. They just, it's a, it's a part of the system now to make money. And so wh- why do we keep busting people? They bail out. They come back out there in worse situation than they are. End up selling drugs again. We bust them again. Or we get this guy off the corner. And then guess what? A new crew just comes on the corner. Like nobody, there's no, the idea in this country is never to stop crime because crime is business. Yeah. If crime stopped tomorrow, judges, lawyers, the Dow Jones would be affected. There's companies that Absolutely. are built on drugs that we don't know. The, the money that's propping them up is cartel money. So if crime stopped tomorrow, the country would collapse. So the goal is never to end crime. And so therefore, I don't think the goal is ever to reform the way that crime is handled. So it's like, this is going to happen again next week. Yeah. Maybe the person doesn't die, but it's going to be another rough video. It's going to keep happening. Or there won't be a video, but this is just how they police these communities. It's, it's tough, man. I don't, I don't know how to be optimistic and go, well, you know, maybe this time this video was just bad enough that we'll, it'll, it'll strike the, the iron of change. I thought George Floyd, I thought the George Floyd video would do that. It didn't. It was protests and it was passion and it was throwing statues in the water. But guess what? As soon as those uh, mandates lifted and people could go back outside, shit got a little bit more, spe- you know, got a little more scarce of the protest. Yeah. People just kind of moved on, you know. Then when they arrested the guy, this is what happens a lot of times. When the justice is got for the moment, people put their hands up and go, we did it. Racism is over now. Derek Chauvin, they put him in prison. So, so we did the thing. And then they move on. Yeah. So this the so what's crazy about this one is they already charged the guys and fired them. So it's almost like people. I mean, I'm sure people out there protesting. I'm sure. I'm sure Memphis is going through it a lot emotional emotionally right now. But they're going to go to trial. They're going to get convicted, and people are going to. We did it. The family's going to get paid. We did it. We got justice. And then nobody's ever going to talk about the systemic change. The systemic change is never addressed. It's just like we we solved the problem of this incident mm-hmm. by throwing money at it and putting the bad apples in prison. Yeah, and now we can move on. Yeah, we'll come. We'll cross that bridge when if it happens again when we get. There. Oh, we'll, and we'll, and and that bridge is we it's way down the road. We're never gonna cross that bridge. It's my point. That's my stance on it. It's, it's, it's a bridge we just never gonna get. We just keep getting detours. We just are never gonna get to that bridge of like we're gonna retrain police no. or 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 
change the way they interact with the community or any of these things, you know? Because I think that's kind of dead, which is sad too, like community outreach, PAL centers. I used to go to PAL centers when I was a kid. The crazy part is, like I said a little bit ago, is I know so many people and grew up around so many people who were police officers and I, and I, that I would say are good people and nice people and were nice at the PAL centers. But the idea that how I see policing today as opposed to when I was a kid that I would send my kid to an after-school program where the police are there and then uh, uh, some kids could get into a fight or do any of the things that kids do, do little mischievous things, and one of those cops might pick my kid up and choke slam him. Yeah. It's like, ne- no, I would never send my kid to a PAL center. You know? But in, at the time when I was a kid, it felt like such a fun thing. They had basketball courts and it was community outreach and you know my mom. So you, you, you already know, you know, Officer Johnson, if you, if you act up in here, you know I'm going to call your mom personally. Yeah. It was more so of an accountability than a fear. Yeah. Now it's like it just is fear. They act on and, 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 and operate on fear as opposed to intercommunal relationships. You want somebody to give you advice on how to, how to solve a crime, and that's a deeper conversation that we won't get into, but you want somebody to come to you when they feel like they have some information. And not only is the neighborhood full of people who would hurt them for that, but they're afraid of you too. Yeah. And they don't like you. They don't know you. They don't feel any kind of connection to you to put their neck out on the line to help you solve some crime when they could get hurt and they don't feel like you would protect them because you don't give a shit about them. So, you know, beat cops and all those type of things. I think though, I think that that was, that's a thing of the past. Like, you know, the cop walking around down the street, twirling his baton, mm. going to the deli, get a piece of meat, yeah. pat a kid on the head that everybody in the neighborhood knows that Those cop. Are, yeah. That's that's not how not only is that dead, it's but that's not even how the police do the job anymore. No. They come with a shotgun in their hand and a bulletproof vest on. It's militarized. I know you gotta wear a bulletproof vest. I'm not saying the job isn't dangerous, but they come these guys, they got tattoos. I'm not saying again, I'm not saying that you can't uh, have an ident- individual right. personality. Yeah. But these guys come and looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger and shit to the it doesn't feel like that you went it's, to high school with my dad type of police officer interaction. I mean it's like it's you judging them just the way they judge us when they see us. It was like, oh, he looks like he may have something on him. Yeah. It's like, we look at you like, you look a bit, you look aggressive. You look aggressive. I got a Punisher tattoo yeah. on your you forearm. I, I'm terrible. I don't know how, I don't know what your, your uh, anger level is. Yeah. Your temper. I don't, I don't know. But and the, the stressful ass job. Look, I know you look stressed and, yes. and mad. Yes. So that makes me nervous. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of think, I don't know if the intercommunal rebuilding i don't th- i think that's kind of off the table and 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 for me it's like well where do we go from there if we can't ever rebuild the trust with police again not that you know that i don't i don't want that to go um like i don't notice that that you're doing a thankless job a tough job a dangerous job and the community does is constantly telling you that they don't want you but at the end of the day that's your that's what you signed up to do. i don't know it's you know what i mean like that's kind of that's the hard part for me is like I feel like at this point, if you signed up to, to be a cop in the last like three years, you probably knew all of that. I don't know how you thought it was going to be, but you thought, hey, it's, it's, a, it's a living enough that I'm cool with a thankless job. You know, I don't know if you thought it was going to be all roses and people giving you free food. And it's not like that, man. People don't trust police. No. And so if you not sign up, climate, to, definitely not, not in this climate. So if you sign up to do the job, it's almost like you can't be mad at that. And you signed up to do the job. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know if it's disillusionment. They thought it was going to be different than it was, but the neighborhoods don't like them and they don't like that the neighborhoods don't like them. So how do you even bridge that? Because they're going, 
I'm here to help y'all. And the people are going back to them. No, the fuck you're not. Right. Y'all, y'all are going to kill us. You're against us. So, yeah. how, so they're, they're feeling like, why the fuck did I even come down here to try to help these people? And, you know, start these fucking animals and the neighborhood's dirty and all that type of, and they start building animosity and resentment towards the, the, the community that they're supposed to be protecting. And it's crazy. I'm going to close it out to close this out in a second. And it's crazy that that could be your, that all these thoughts I just had. And they all got thrown away when I saw that video because that's five dudes from Memphis. They talk like they're from Memphis. All the motherfuckers sound like Yo Gotti and, Glo- and Glorilla and shit. Like they all talk like they're from Memphis in the, the you know what I mean? What is it? What they, what is it? What does the Grizzlies say? What is it? Oh, in the the, yeah. In the trenches and yeah. we want all the smoke. They all sounded like dudes from Memphis. They didn't sound like dudes from Memphis County or, you know. They spoke? Huh? They spoke? Yeah, they were I, calling him a bitch. And, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the video. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought well, you meant like they, they had like a I didn't hear conference. any statements oh, okay, or anything. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying them in the moment. Yeah, those, yeah, for sure. those were five yeah, black dudes yeah, from yeah, Memphis, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. They were not from the outside. They didn't come in from the, the suburbs of Memphis to police this inner city community. They sounded like they go to the they same clubs the and shit where the drug dealers go to. So all the shit I just said is like, it doesn't matter because like these are people from the community, it seems like. And they treat the community the way like they treat the community like that. Yeah. So there is no, there is no. Oh well, maybe if it was uh, a bunch of people from inside of Memphis, we could take it over that way. Like let's let's put people from Memphis should be police in Memphis. It's like nah, this is five dudes who seem like they're from Memphis, from Black Memphis, and they did this. So everything I just said, this this video made you go. It makes you go. Damn, yeah, f- never mind. Yeah. I mean, cuz it's like it's it's kind of like they they are part of a different team now. It's like, no, yeah. we on this side. Uh-huh. I know my mom's your neighbor, yeah. but when I got this badge on, yeah. I will knock all of the teeth out of your mouth. Yeah. And that hurts more, honestly. Not that not that Tyree Nichols knew any of these guys, but the idea that they could go that he might that 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 guy could go, my mom lives right there off of Oakwood and whatever and they go and they don't go in their mind like, "Oh, mom, that's my mom's, but oh, my cousin lives over there." Yeah. And you don't go, "Oh shit, you don't you don't you know uh John or that it's like I don't give a fuck where you live I don't give a fuck in, about any of that shit I'm at work yeah so even that idea of it, you know people from the community policing it better is this made me go well that idea is bullshit too yeah. because now it's like oh I'm, I'm protected by yeah by this I'm not black I'm blue yeah I'm protected by this yeah so, I'm, I'm not we we don't we're not in the same no did thing. I eat syrup sandwiches and yeah and I did I grow up a very similar type of lifestyle to you and we listen to the same music and all yep I bet if we didn't meet, if I just met you at the gym or something, I bet we'd have a good conversation. Yeah. But get the fuck out of the car, and I'm going to break your fucking arm right now if you don't do what I say. That fast. They probably, oh, yeah, man, did you hear the new Wayne tape? And they probably, a couple of those dudes might get along great with Tyree. Oh, you like the Clippers? Man, you know I fuck with Bron, yeah. but I would like to see the Clippers, Kawhi. They might chop it up like that if they had on their street clothes. Yeah. But with that uniform on, it's you're a bitch and get on the ground and I'm gonna spray you. I'll fucking break your shit out here right now. It, I it's it's crazy to me. I think that's also that's the part of it where I go, yeah, these guys all got arrested and charged and everything like that. And I feel like th- that looks a little racist. But also it it hurts me that those five black dudes did that black man like that. You know what I mean? Like that nobody went all the shit we say about the judges and the Brock Turner and all the shit. It just is such this this moment is such a culmination of so many things because we go. Oh, so a white judge can see Brock Turner rape a girl behind a dumpster, but can have him come into his courtroom and go, you look like my son. 
So I'm not going to send you to jail. So I'm not going to send you to jail because I think you still have a future. And we go, that's crazy, man. That's the systemic racism I'm talking about, yeah. man, because they can see themselves and so they treat them differently. And, and, and then you, but then all that shit that we've said, we had that conversation a thousand times. They wouldn't treat you like that if they could see themselves in you. And here's the reverse. Yep. Five black dudes who should be able to see themselves in this dude, their little cousin, their brother, whatever. They should be able to do it. And, and that's what I was talking about by having some type of level of comfort. They, this one. By, Ty, by Tyree Nichols. Yeah. For him to be like, Come okay, on, bro. Come on. He should have been able to go. Come on, bro. Like, I live right down the street. Yeah. Can I go? It's like, get the fuck out. Yep. To be met back with that. I don't care if we're black. Yeah, I don't care like, if we're the same. Get the fuck out of the car. That's crazy. You try to be like, hey, man, come on. Come on, bro. You know I live off of the street right here. You know, yeah. you know, you ever, you, you know, Terry. Yeah. To, 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 for that to not work, it hurt, breaks my heart. Yeah. Because I can be see like, myself trying that. Exactly. What we supposed to be like, that's like, that's, that's my brother. That's my cousin. Yeah. That's what he looks like. That's like my cousin. But yeah. then. You treated him you, worse, you, but you figure out like where he's coming from and how he's acting, and it's like now that throws you off, though. Yeah, Tyree Nichols was like, "What the fuck is going on? Man, why here? is this? Why are you? Why is this animosity yeah. like this, man? Come on, why bro. are you being aggressive? Yeah. yeah, that's scary, man. It's tough, man. I, it's it's really fucked Again, up. The, that's how for me is like a cop behind me is is fear, and it's like like why? Yeah, like for what? What? What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. Especially then if they're an asshole. It's like, how do you not? It's your job to stay composed. Yeah, it's like, but how do you not? If I had a long day at work, it was like, yeah. and you being an asshole, it's like, how do I not? How do I control myself to, to keep my composure? I'm not trained to control myself. So this doesn't control go my, yeah. Because you're you, supposed now you to be have the one, an attitude. You're supposed to be the one trained to compose. I definitely am not trained to compose. You should treat everybody that you pull over like they're not trained to deal with emotions and stuff. Yeah. But you are supposed to be trained. To deal with emotions and control yourself and everything. So the idea that you can react to my emotion as a civilian who isn't trained by escalating yeah. is crazy to me because you're supposed to be the one that's trained to handle it better. Yeah. It reminds me of like Martin did a stand up. Uh, it's called Run Tell That when he was like. Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Mm -hmm. he would, <laughs> the white people go, what the fuck did you pull me over for? Yes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the <laughs> I didn't fucking do that, yeah. you fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, could, they could do that and get away with yeah. it. Yeah. But when we do it, oh, we're thugs and we're being aggressive yeah. and all kinds of stuff. And we get pulled out of the car and then we get beat on or shot. It's like, yeah. we can't do what they do. No, no. I brought this example up before and I'm sure people could find videos of it happening to white people too. But I've seen a thousand videos of dudes in Montana and fucking North Dakota being like, I'm going to take my rifle and go to Dunkin' Donuts. And when the police come, I'm going to go, here's my fucking... Uh, carry permit mm -hmm. and, and the cops go Well you know And they try to talk to him reasonably Well you know The lady over the bank Saw some, a group of guys Walking around with big guns On their back And she got scared And they go Well I don't really give a shit I'm allowed to have the gun So yeah. can I go Yeah, fuck give, me my, give me my gun back Like, like that <laughs> Indignant can you, So I, I'm allowed to do it I don't give a fuck What the lady at the bank says I'm allowed to have my gun So can you give me my gun back Please thanks And I saw a video Of a black dude Try to do the same thing and they pulled those cars over 100 yards down the road and got and had the yeah. rifles over the hood and get on the fucking ground. And they had him lay down and he tried to do, he still tried to do it. I, here's my license and I don't give a fuck. Get on the, you can't do what they do. No. You know? So when I get pulled over, it's yes, sir, no, sir, and all of this stuff. And again, just to but it's, it's But you say that, but it's so hard. It's hard for me to think that way. It's hard for me to go, that's how I should act too. It's like, but I go, I, I don't know if I can though. I don't know if I can 
try to talk to, talk to cops and just be like okay, shrink yourself. Sh- and, I, yeah. I just I can't and, and, just, and be meek yeah. and and bow and 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 I don't know if and, I can tail and all that's the idea that you can go. I'm not allowed to go, man. Just write me my fucking ticket. And, yeah. Like the idea that I don't want to do it, but the idea that I know, oh, you better fucking not do it. Right. Yeah. And you better not even let it be perceived that it's even a hint of that in it is the reality of the situation. Yeah. And that's why this Tyree Nichols thing fucked me up so much because I feel like he acted the way I would act in a traffic stop and he still got killed. You know? And again, I obviously, I guess the other guy's body cameras, all we saw was when the other cop pulled up and the shit turned up to 10. He got yanked out of the car. So we didn't see the traffic interaction but I just something about him being on the ground. I don't think he was at a ten before that cop with the body camera pulled up. I don't think, think he was like. I don't think he was at a four. I think he was at a. I don't have to answer your questions. I get to act like I have my gun license and yeah. I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts to to get a coffee and you I just have my gun over my shoulder. Wrong? Yeah, yeah. I, didn't do I don't have to answer that question. All right. Can, yeah. Even if I did run a stop sign, write me my ticket. And I can go. And I can go home. Yeah. And that's how I feel like he, he was has talking. a kid. He has a uh, he has baby. a baby. Little a little three or two year old kid. He just had a kid. You know. I want to go home to my kid. So right and not and this is just me again. I'm I'm putting myself in his mind before shit got turned up. It's been a long day, man. My I'm trying to get home to my kid. Just write me whatever the fuck, and I can go. Well, smells like weed, and I just feel like that's how it went. And I again, I don't need to see anything else. I'm speculating. I don't need to see. It's not like if they release, oh, here's some extra footage of him in the car when the first cop pulled him over and he went. It doesn't matter. And he's being sassy or something like that and being like, man, just write me my ticket so I can go. I'm, that's what I'm saying happened. I'm, that's what I'm saying happened. I'm saying I feel like he might have just been a guy who knows the law a little bit. We all know the law a little bit differently over the last couple of years because of TikTok and stuff. And you go. It's like, I have to. And that one lawyer who's like an Italian guy, he's like, shut the fuck up. I heard him say a whole bunch of shit. Shut the fuck up. If they ask you where you're going or where you're coming from, shut the fuck up. Don't answer any questions. Shut the fuck up. Give them your license. And so we all feel like we know a little bit more. And some people are brave enough to try to apply it. Yeah. But cops, some co- cops don't like that. They don't like, question they like my authority. Yeah. Don't question my authority. And so I feel like Tyree Nichols might have questioned his authority in a way because they are a task force and trying to get drugs and whatever. And they might have asked some, pro- some probing questions like, uh, you've been drinking tonight? Yeah. You've been this? Where you yeah, coming from? We've been in a situation. We've like, been in that at, situation. 18, 19 years. Yeah. Ago. And they'll try to, and it's crazy how, how much time has passed. I mean, but it's st- it still feels the same. It's still happening where they try to, they've tried to go, hey man, uh, you know, you can keep it real with me. Yeah. Talking to me like, yeah. I'm a criminal. Like, I, you know, hey man, y'all been smoking some weed yeah. tonight and all that stuff. Like I'm, supp- and I didn't know shit. 19, 19, 19, 19 years old, years old. Don't know shit about true crime. Don't know anything. Nothing. But I knew not to, it wasn't true anyway. It, right. But like. He was being honest. Yeah. <laughs> but he still was like, I mean, y'all can. We're like, no. Yeah. Hey, man, come on. Y'all can, you know, y'all can keep it real with me. Yeah. As if if I said yes, they wouldn't have flipped that car upside down, had us handcuffed on the curb, yeah. ripping the seats open and all they type of shit. They still could have did that. Didn't matter. You know? So I know those probing questions. And me now as a 30-year-old man, yeah. I know I don't have to answer those questions. And I probably, to the best of my ability, would answer them without falling into the trap of you're trying to get me to say something yeah. so you can jam me up 
But you don't have to ask. You don't have to answer. Have you been drinking tonight? Is there drugs in the car? Where are you going? Where are you coming from? You don't have to answer these questions. Yeah. Bro, you pulled me over because you said I, I uh, rolling stopped a stop sign. Write me my ticket so I can go home. And you should have every right to talk to a police officer that, like yeah. that. And I sit here as a 30-year-old man telling you, friend, I would never talk to a police officer like that. Yeah. Because I'm scared. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And, and it's like for people- I'm that, an adult. Right. And we've and it's like people can, people can say like, hey, you never been- No, we've been in those situations. Yes. We absolutely have been in yes. those situations. We were kids, young. They try to separate us. Yep. Ask us questions, you know, to get one of us to tell on one of us. It's like, we've we've been there. Yeah. And it, I'm not telling you some shit because yeah. I, I just hear black people get no, pulled over. No, been I've been profiled and yep. they told us the car looked yep. like a, a car. Our car looked like a car that they've been searching for. Yep. All a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. You know? So I know the nerves of being pulled over, and and uh, as I, you know, you know, obviously we've been pulled over for traffic yeah. stops, but I've been I didn't been pulled over on the we're looking for drug type yeah. of type shit shit too. Yeah, but I mean, as as a kid, you go as a as a young adult. You at that time we didn't know there was it was no fear because no because we, we didn't know. do anything wrong and we didn't do anything we, wrong. All right, we didn't do anything wrong and we and we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know how what they were how, trying to do, what they was trying to do, and how bad this can go. We yeah. said the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't, then there was no fear, but then when you look back on it and go like, if we would have, if one of us would have said yeah and the other one would have said no just because he was scared. Yeah. The whole, it could have been, it could have been totally different. Yeah. So, learned experience has also played a, a role in my apprehension and, and, and uneasiness around police officers and them being behind me in the car and everything like that. And seeing videos like this doesn't help. I saw a great video or a great uh tweet that said hey man you know the way these videos affect black people is different so just don't just share these with your black friends even if you feel like you're being an ally or a person of support to be like can you believe this and send that to somebody because it could trigger them in a way that you weren't prepared for and that or and that you didn't intend you know anybody watching these videos it should be voluntary i personally feel like it's something everybody has to watch because you cannot be a person walking around blindly siding with authority and not and not being able to earnestly and honestly go hey man sometimes sometimes these people are really fucked up yeah if you if you're just blindly going nope it's always the police are right and and you're not watching these videos then again it's like how can i have a how can i have a civil discussion with you when you go nope they're not wrong you know it's a tough job tough decisions you couldn't do it i couldn't do it so they're they're right. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk to people. That's that's not gonna be, that's gonna be closed minded. Like yeah, that. I'm not gonna be un, have an unbiased approach on the conversation. Yeah, it's like no, I'm not wasting my time. That's a it's, you're talking to a wall. Yeah, and so I'm done doing that. And again, I say again, I you can do what you want, but if that's your stance and you want to go into one of these Facebook groups that has affirmative murder on it and you want to talk that shit and try to be a hey, let me t- let me let me approach it from this angle. I already know how a lot of the people that listen to this podcast give it up. They don't play this shit. They don't fuck around with people that are racist and no. You, oh, you get called people. out. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like it's not. I'm. No. I'm it's not a thought exercise because sometimes people think it's that. Like I just want to take the. I just want to take the opposite side and have a little, a little debate. It depends on what it is. This ain't fun. No. There's nothing funny about this. This isn't a way for you to test your argument skills. Just shut the fuck up if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. And if you or if you really believe it. Just leave the group and 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 just, fuck, just go yeah. listen to something else, man. That's just how I feel about this one. And honestly, bro, I don't even feel like doing my my story is I, I don't even feel like doing this shit, man. 
You know what I mean? After talking, yeah. we didn't talk this shit for an hour and a half. I don't want to talk about some black people getting killed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, uh, I think we're going to let these words speak for themselves. This will be the story. This will be the, the uh, podcast this week. Um, I guess we should. Well, I want to do some good vibes. I want to send people for off. Sure. Yeah. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going we're gonna to try to find some lighthearted stuff uh, to send you guys off to. But after discussing all that, I don't really want to talk about black people getting killed today. So I'm not going to. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get into some good vibes in a second, though. Yes, folks, that's right. We are going to close things out with some good vibes. Uh, before we get into who's going to go first, I just want to speak to our listeners real quick and say a quick thank you for understanding and allowing us to be vulnerable and get our thoughts off of our chest. And just I think this is a good outlet, <clears throat> an outlet for that to just be able to speak your mind. That's what I love about podcasting is like you can come in here with enough not fully formed of what you even really want to say and, 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 and find it in the moment and just kind of speak raw and openly yeah. and honestly and just kind of get it out, which is yeah. cathartic, you know, because, yes. you know, we're people, you know, like I know we were trying to provide entertainment and we built like this little world. We're, we're friends. And we joke around. And yeah. I know that's what people come here to to hear. But after 2020, I think that there was a definitive line drawn in the sand where if you're a person that goes that goes. I listen to podcasts to escape from the world. It's like, that's going to be hard for you to do because the world is going in a direction where I'm not going to be able to bite my tongue and just keep whackety smackety. And let me tell yeah. you a crazy story and just act like that didn't happen. And you just come here and it's like you get to just turn off the world and listen. I'm a black man. Fran's a black man. We experience these things. We see these things and they affect us. And we have a platform. And I feel like we would be doing ourselves a real disservice if we came in here and pretended like we didn't see the Tyree Nichols video and that it didn't affect us tremendously. I think that that would be disrespectful to myself. And I think Fran would agree with that. That yeah. we just came in here and, and I'm like, hey, man, did you watch The Last of Us? Yeah. It it would be it would feel wrong and it would feel nasty to have a platform with thousands of people listening and not go, hey, man, this is really fucked up and we should do better or try to do better. Yeah. Well, also, I think that speaks on. If we was to, you know, just gloss over and not talk about it. I think that goes back to, you know, us being as black men is not, not expressing how we feel. Yes. We pushing it down. Mm -hmm. Get through and, it. And just getting through it. I'll be all right tomorrow. Yeah. I'll be all right. I saw the video today. I'm fucked up about it, but give me like a couple of days and it'll, I'll be able to get over it enough to not talk about it and, and just deal. Yeah. And it's like, no, man, that was a fucked up thing I saw and the emotions of it are still present and I'm going to speak them. And, you know, and I appreciate people giving us the grace to be able to do stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, anyway, friend, um, you want to go first? Or I'll, go first. I'll go first. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so my good vibe is about um, a Delta flight attendant um, consoles f a fearful passenger and photo photos go viral. Ooh. Now, was Delta under some fire recently? Wasn't he? Uh, that was Southwest. 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 That was Southwest. I they was had some kind of name for it, too. It was like South... <sighs> They had a, it was a clever thing. They were tearing them up online. Mm, okay. Yeah. So everyone has their phobias, spiders, elevators, 
loneliness. But unfortunately, <laughs> for one Delta airline passenger, hers was flying. Molly Simmonson Lee was flying from Charlotte uh, near her home in Raleigh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. to New York when it became clear that a passenger in front of her was not comf- comfortable flying. Mm. The frightened woman began to cry, and that's when Lee witnessed a touching act of humanity when a flight attendant posted up on the floor next to her because she had the owl seat yeah. and explained he would be there for her every step of the way. Mm. Um, Lee explained to ABC that, you know, he was, he just was reassuring, so calm, calming and said, you know, you know what? I got you. I'm going to be there for you. Just anything you need to let me know. And he was so wonderful and reassuring with every little noise. She'd be like, what's that? He's like, that's, you know, that's okay. That's That's the engine. That's the jet bridge pulling away or whatever the case may be. And that really helped her. Yeah. Being transparent and be like, it's just. Yeah. Information will help you with fears. Yeah, that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's normal. Don't, you know, don't be scared. So the flight attendant was, his name was Floyd Dean Shannon. And a photo of him holding the woman's hand snapped by Lee went viral on her Facebook um, our Facebook wall racking up nearly 12,000 shares. Ooh. So shout out to uh, the flight attendant Floyd Dean Shannon, who was, you know, he didn't have to do that. Yeah, it went above and beyond of, his job description. Yeah. Yeah. Just comfort her and was like, you know, I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not doing yeah. nothing else. I just I'm go like, back to sh- Hey, lady, shut up. Right. Stop crying and hyperventilating. Yeah. And that's how it can get, it can get. It can go left. Real yeah, because now the lady's Maybe freaking out and they, they they taper to the chair or some oh, crazy shit. Oh, yeah, well, they in the air, so you can't throw out of the plane. But you know yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope you can't <laughs> do that. But yeah, and and also let me take a second to commend you too, Frank, because I know you don't fuck with flying. Yeah, but we've taken some trips over the last couple of years. Yeah, man. And I think that you you definitely are getting better with it. I am. I know you still don't like it. Yeah. But I think that you're getting better with it. I am. So I think that that's a commendable thing, and we'll continue to do more yeah, of man. it. And, you know, in worst case scenario, I will make sure I start getting my hands on some Xanax beforehand so I can sedate you so you can avoid all the, you know, the, the potential turbulence that could yeah. happen. Also, uh, you know, I hope, I hope Steph does listen to this, but I do have a clip I'm training, I'm planning coming up. Yes. And I, I, this is the first time I won't be on a plane without you or my dad. Yes. So this is. It's all you. Yeah. You got to stand in there and <laughs> be like, is, when she's scared, you got to be like, oh, that's just the turbines uh, un- unsheathing. Yeah. You got to you gotta have that it's confidence. It's definitely be a new experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what You should do some plain research so that when you hear a sound, it'll comfort you yeah. that you know what it is. Because that's a good point in that. Like, if somebody's scared, tell them what it is. Yeah. And I think it could help. Like, me, when I was a kid, I was deathly terrified of thunderstorms. Like a cr- I would cry yeah. I was freaking out I didn't know what it was The lightning The thunder yeah. The rumbling The power would go out And stuff And one day One of my my grandmother's Ex-husbands explained to me What thunder was And how it works And when you can The distant Like a lightning flash And if you count That tells you How far away the storm yeah, is the distance, and, yeah. and, and what thunder is and, and when he explained it to me It helped yeah. And it, it It laid the foundation For me to Get less and less scared every time. Oh, he didn't say it was like God stomping his foot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, or like the <laughs> devil's beating his wife. Somebody, I told that about some. So that's, uh, that's somebody. Why. I still to this day don't know what it means. The devil beat the devil's beating his wife. I heard that is before, when yeah. it's raining and the sun is out. Oh, that's what it is. But okay. I don't. Wh- why? Yeah. I don't know why. Who said that? And why would that's it mean crazy. that? Why would the devil was the devil's in hell? Yeah. Why would he have anything to do with the sun and the sky and the clouds? It's crazy. But that's the that's what people told me. Yeah. My grandmother told me that. 
Oh, devil's beating his wife. Yeah. Because the sun's out and it's drizzling. I was, oh, God is angry or something. Like oh, Westman Thunderstorm means? Yeah. How, why would you tell that to a kid? I don't know. Like, well, God's angry. Is he going to kill us all? Yeah. Stomping his foot? Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. There's a man Why's up there stomping that? around? <laughs> he doing that? What's the lights? <laughs> flicking the light switch on? It's making up dumb shit for kids to understand. Right. Yeah. God's angry and stomping around and flicking the light switch on and off. That's what the lightning is. You go, that sounds way more scary than if you just told me like that's air, cold air and warm air. and yeah. It's just natural. And when he told me that, it helped me every time I would hear a storm from that point forward. I, I, the it was the lightning, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, yeah. three. And I get the five, and I'd be like, I think he said like every three seconds is like a mile or something. I can't remember it to this day, but at the time, every time it was storm, I would do that, and I would, and it would be like, oh, that's 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 like that storm's like five miles away. Yeah. So it's not even close to here. So it's fine. Like the worst of it is way further away. Yeah. And so then every time a storm would happen, you get less and less scared until you just go like, oh, I'm not even, I forgot about that. That's not even a fear I have anymore. Yeah. So sometimes getting the knowledge will help you eradicate fears. So for your trip, yeah, man, yeah, man. learn a little bit about a plane. Yeah. And you know, I won't be doing and <laughs> <laughs> when she's like, what is turbulence? You go, well, it's the air pockets and da, 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 and so on. Yeah, cold I know air. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that. But I mean, like I don't. Any, I just I don't talk about anything with like. Well, that's what it is, right? Right. Yes, yeah. it's air pockets. But I mean, like something with like, like that. Mechanical with the plane. Oh I yeah, don't, yeah, I don't. I'm gonna learn the schematics of a plane <laughs> to make her feel better. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't got time for that. Yeah, I've all become a, a plane engineer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my good vibe story is about a toddler who's best friends with a frog. That's I thought weird. this was an adorable thing. The picture's really pretty, and I'm not pretty. It's really, really gross, cute. Though. Oh, it's a slimy frog, yeah. and it's on her shoulder. She could get warts on her shoulder. Don't frogs give you warts? I think so. I learned that from something. I thought the colorful ones are poisonous. Yes. But also, sometimes they get uh, the poison from them, and the, sometimes the poison is mild enough that you can just get trippy. Mm, it's like, like, like an acid or something. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes you hallucinate. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Some of the frogs, you know, are, are popular. Do anybody have a frog just for that reason? I would not be surprised. And just lick it? You just lick it. Yeah. Like, yep, it's time to, ready yeah. to go. Time to take a the trip. That's off, yeah. Lick it. Yeah. I am he and she are we. Got the Beatles blasting. Just fucking, <laughs> I'm about to go to fucking space and lick a frog. Yeah. Warts all on your tongue. Mm, yeah. You don't care, though, because you get that sweet, sweet trip. That's a drug addict. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if you lick frogs, you have a problem. Like, yeah, no, for sure. Like, not even a question. Like, you can't tell me if I go to my friend's house and I'm like, yeah. man, you like you like an amphibiophobe or something or amphibiophile or something. He's like, no, nah, man, I lick these things and I fucking take off. Yeah. I jet rocket fuel to Mars. Unlimited supply. And I go, man, you need to get some help. He goes, no, nah, man, it's just casual. No, 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 it's not. You are in your house licking frogs. <laughs> you can't tell me that's not smoking a joint every now and then. No, you own and take care of frogs to lick them. So yeah, no, if you do that, you are. A drug that addict. Issue. <laughs> yeah, you have real problems. You can't tell me you. Oh, I just casually lick frogs. I casually am a toad licker. Nah, bro. You need to seek help. Yeah. God. Immediately. Yeah, you need to seek a lot of things. Christ. You need yeah. to seek Christ. Yeah. Immediately. If, if it's storming, I, you go outside and start asking questions. Yeah, you need to. Uh, yeah. You talk to the sky. Yeah. To the gods above. He's upset because you. Yeah. Are it's, you know what? Him. If you are doing that and it's thundering above you, God is stomping his yeah. feet at you. He's looking down upon you. He's angry. Yeah. Stop licking his creations. Insane. Anyway, so uh, people, the picture, the picture says, meet the toddler whose best friend is a pet frog. Little Juliana Alon bege uh, begged her mom for a pet while treat for a pet white tree frog from the pet store in Panama City, Florida, after it had been given up by its previous owner. Because, you know, down in Florida, they'll be like, I want a python. And then it gets six feet long and they're like, never mind. And yeah. just like flush it down the <laughs> toilet and shit. Florida is such a lawless, disgusting, crazy a place. Snake? huh? 
Yeah. Down the toilet? There's like loose, yeah. That's a lot of the a lot of the wild, crazy animals that are in Florida and other places too. I'm not just gonna leave it on Florida. Started off as a person trying to have an exotic animal, got too much to take care of, and then they just let it go and it bred or yeah. you know, and, and it became like a problem in that area. There's anacondas and shit down in Florida just for like a crazy pet somebody thought would be fun. And just like I don't want this anymore. Yeah, like, this you know what? This thing isn't safe. Having that realization someday, like being like, oh, this thing really could just choke me at any time it wanted yeah. to. I'm going to put it out of my house and it eat somebody's dog. Florida. Anyway, so uh, so her mother eventually caved and purchased the frog for $40 last August. And she said he was so fat and squishy looking and she wanted to hug him straight away. I would never let my child hug a frog. Are you crazy? Fat and squishy. It's disgusting. They're slimy and gross and disgusting. But anyways, it's happy. It's great. She loves the frog. Uh, the store let her pick him up and hold him. She could recall. That's what the mom said. Then she said, Mommy, please, please, please. And I couldn't say no. While your kid's holding the thing that's like. <laughs> looking at you in the Big eyes. And, oh, the yeah. fucking gross. Yeah, fucking gross neck and their webbed feet. And she's rug- snuggling it up against mm. her face. And then if, when she pulls it away from it, it's like Slime. moisture on yeah. her. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, cute. Anyway, the two-year-old named it George. <laughs> and the pair are now inseparable, doing everything together. The frog perches happily on Juliana's shoulder as she watches TV and eats breakfast. And sits in her stroller as she takes him on walks around the house. Wow. Oh, she walks it around in the stroller. All right, that's cute. That is cute. She like buckles him in. She's like, buckle in, George. And then takes him for a stroll around the house in the stroller. That's nasty. Yeah, it, <laughs> look, we're staying positive, Sorry. okay? But it is disgusting. Uh, she's even taken him in a car to her grandmother's house to show him off. And let me tell you something like this. Sorry. My grandmother on my dad's side, if I would have came to her house with a frog in my hand, yeah. she the way she would have kicked me back into my mom's car, like, take that. Don't bring my grandson over here with a, a, a monster. <laughs> She'd call it a demon or something like that. Bring him over here with demons. Take that thing back to where you got it from. My grandmother would never let me in her house with a frog in, in my hands. Anyway, so uh, the mom continues to, continued to say, he just crawls on top of her shoulder and they walk around together. He manages to hang on somehow. Yeah, there's a picture of George. <laughs> He's a frog. He's just, yeah, it's just, that's a fucking whole ass frog on his shoulder just chilling there. Like a parrot. The way you'd yeah. see a parrot on his shoulder, that's crazy. it's a frog. Uh, so they already own a dog and a cat. But George sleeps in Juliana's bedroom in a cage with a heat lamp mm. and gets fed plenty of worms. Stinky. Yeah, right? I bet that cage is bussing. The family is unsure Wait, where- worms? I, I guess so. Didn't know that. Then like, the tongue comes out and it catches it and flies. brings it back. I think that, that's from vague? Frogger. I don't know. That- I mean, they might eat, fro- eat flies, but I think that's like Frogger oh, indoctrinated us to think oh, that okay. that's what frogs eat all the time. Some- I know they eat flying things because I watch like Nat Geo stuff and they yeah. see it in slow motion. They eat flying things. But I don't know if that's what you eat when it's a pet, because you just like dump a, a jar of flies into the yeah. I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> then they get out, there's flies all over your house. I don't. That's not practical. I feel like uh, worms you can manage better. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So the family is unsure where they adopted, where they adopted, where the adopted frog is from, or how old he is. But this species is found in Australia and New Zealand. See, so somebody probably illegally brought it in, mm-hmm. and then they were, and then we they, had, they took it to the pet we store. My dad had frogs. You did? Yeah. And the like tank, tadpoles? The, the, the ones that swim, they just stay in water all the time? It's tadpoles? No, frogs. Oh, frog, frogs that swim? Yeah, they just stay in water. Ugh. And they got too big, and they woke up one time, and it was, it was out, of the, out of the tank. On the floor? No, it was. we don't know where they went. 
They had that. They got so big that they hopped out of. The and you just, and they just is this story is this ending what you're saying like and we just never saw him again. Just never saw. <laughs> don't know what happened to those. Ones. They was like, we are out. We big enough. How they get out of the house? I don't know. We don't know if they ever got out the house. <laughs> they just might be some 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 frog bones somewhere in the corner. In the house. I'm sure probably. You gonna pull the dryer back someday and just be like, oh, that's where they that's went. That's where they went. <laughs> yeah, we had two. They got they got super big, and. We got up and was like, where, Damn, where the frogs? Where the frogs go? And they got, they like, got, but they got really big though. Yeah. They got really big. It was like, okay, I can, I have the ability to jump out of this. The idea that you're telling me, yeah, you're man. just like, and they just were never heard they from just, again. We never saw it. We just, well, <laughs> yeah, man. Damn, well, I guess that's just life, huh? We had frogs, now we don't. They stay anyway, here somewhere. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> Your basement's haunted by ghost frogs for yeah. sure. So, uh, so the, <laughs> the mom says, she wakes up and the first thing she says is, Baby frog uh, is baby frog, and she wants to hold him right away. Man, she really loves this frog. When she's eating breakfast, he, hit, he, he sits calmly next to her on the table, and before we leave the house, she always says, bye-bye, baby frog, I'll be back. And she does like a little, she's got a, stethoscope? Fake, a stethoscope, and it? she's checking what, how George. How do you say it? Stethos- Stethoscope. Stethoscope. Yeah, but okay. it's a, it's a, fake, it's a toy. It yeah. says <laughs> bullshit. It doesn't do stethoscope things. She's, she's uh, clearly dumb. She thinks she's giving this this frog. Pinky all up. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's a fancy doctor. Fancy doctor. Oh, she's a fancy doctor. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, when white tree frogs feel threatened or stressed, they turn dark brown. Mm. But when Juliana picks him up, he turns green and turquoise. So they know he's happy. I, wow. Uh, I guess uh, looking looking after a frog has led to one or two sticky situations. Oh, frogs can carry salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to teach Ju- Juliana not to kiss him. That kid is, let me tell you something, mom. That kid is kissing and licking Definitely. all on that frog when she's in the room with that frog by herself. And so unless you're saying he, you can't hold him if we're not around, that frog's been in her mouth. Or she's kissed it for sure. Yeah. Especially if you're watching cartoons where the frog's a, a, a frog and then you kiss it and it turns into a prince. Yeah. She's kissed that thing. Yeah, kids don't listen. At all. Not at all. And now you've put the idea in her head to go, hey, listen. Let's try. Do not kiss yeah. the frog. Curiosity. First thing she's going to Curiosity kiss the frog. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh man! There we go. <laughs> so so, uh, yeah. So she said, "No, no kissing the frog. Hugging is fine, but she washes her hands afterwards because she knows the rules." Uh, the mom even said uh, he peed on Juliana once, which she didn't like very much. Uh, the mom said, uh, "Who is quite amazed by the duo's unbreakable bond." I never thought we would get a frog, but if you find an old soul like George, I definitely recommend getting a pet frog. He's just a happy little fellow. You know, I'll get a dog. Yeah, yeah. You know, something. Hey, call me old fashioned friend, (laughs) but I'm more of a dog person. My child will not have lizards. You know something? Lizards come with uh, rent and mortgages. You can get whatever kind of pets you want when you pay the bills in your house. Yeah. You're not bringing lizards and all that type of shit. Snakes and his dead skin and shit. God forbid I have a kid one day and he has a pet snake or she has a pet snake. And you fucking come and that thing's around your arm or in your neck or something. And you want to get in my face? Yeah. The way I would put you in a, well, I wouldn't put you in a neck hold because it'd be around your neck. I don't want to touch it. Yeah. But I might, I probably would banish you from the house. But you get out of here. Yeah. And you want to fucking have a snake? You get your own apartment. That's how I would talk to my kid. Because that's just how I don't, I don't play about snakes. My mom's sister needed a place to stay. And she told her that's fine. But she had like a lizard. And she said, you can stay here. But that lizard is not welcome in my house. Yeah. And the I think her sister was like, 
Fooey. Yeah. And my mom came in her house one day and went and saw that, you know, she had moved in and uh, had saw that snake, that cage in there with yeah, the lizard and was yeah, like, I, I expect that lizard to be out of my house when you, uh, by the time you get back home. And needless to say, that didn't, that pairing didn't last very long. She wasn't at my mom's house very long. It. It's like, what you think? She's going to be like, that's just something she's saying. No. My mom yeah. doesn't walk on grass. My mom does not play with stuff that she's icked out by. <laughs> and uh, she probably opened that door and saw the lizard and was like, Oh, absolutely the yeah. fuck not. She like smelled it. Yeah. She's like, yeah, oh, my mom's got keen sense. She's like, hmm, that smells like scales. What the fuck? No. And I I, I, I expect this to be taken care of by in, by day's end. Yeah. Something my mom, you know, she gets all she gets all proper when, when she's <laughs> when she's being when she's trying to be catty. Oh, okay. I expect this uh to be resolved by day's end. Thank you. <laughs> and she knew exactly what she was talking about. She got the fuck up out of there within like two weeks. She was like, if I'm not, if George isn't welcome here, then I'm not welcome here. I think Bye. my mom was like, well, yeah, I guess so. If that's the stance you want to take, good luck to you. Yeah. Yeah. On your, you and your endeavors. But uh, yeah, so those are two little good vibes. Wanted to pick it up a little bit. Obviously, I, I made a, uh, I made a comment about we can't really come on here and just talk about The Last of Us, and, you know, like, like nothing happened in the world. But it is Sunday. I will be watching The Last of Us yeah. tonight. I'm excited. Did you watch the second episode yet? I did. You yes. did? Yes. How would you, how'd you feel? I want to get friends because this is, I think this is the first show in maybe ever <laughs> that we're both watching at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And so what, how'd you feel about episode two? Well, well, I'm, cause I'm watching it with Steph. Yes. So, um, I kind of, I, I played the game, so I kind of know what's, right. what's happening. But seeing it played out. But seeing it played out. And how they go a little bit different. How it's different. Cause I haven't played the game. How it's different from the game and also how people keep trying to compare it to The Walking Dead. Oh, it's so much different. It's different. The pace. Everything about this is so much scarier and subtle. Yeah, and, and it's not just it's not just it's not just zombie. It's not just a dead person. It's the world. Zombie. Yeah, the post, and that's the thing. Walking Dead does get to that point eventually. They do. Okay, where I like it's ball. more. It's like the zombies are more so like a obstacle. It's but the new society is the fear now. Mm. Where it's like, what do you have to trade? Sometimes people seem fa- friendly, but they're yeah. not. They're tricking you. That become that's in the later episodes seasons of Walking Dead. It's all about the people in this community versus that community, and what yeah. do you what do you have? Who's the strongest? Yeah, and it's like the zombies are just something where when we go on runs to find food, we got to deal with that. Yeah, well, I'm talking about I'm talking about just well, I don't know. See, I haven't gotten that. I didn't get that far. I'm in talking the Walking about Dead, far, yeah, Walking Dead. But I'm talking about as far as like a headshot just doesn't. Oh yeah, yeah. These okay. things are. It's like that Walking Dead too. Oh yeah, well, okay. headshot is done. Okay, gotcha. Okay. This thing, okay. man, these this, things. This are is new to me. Fast. Yeah. They're strong. Wow. They're mutated and oh, oh so I'm, scary. It's crazy. The way they made those things, those things are scary. Yeah, I talked. I said, I asked Steph. I said, did you see the? I know it's for the Walking Dead, but I said, did you see the auditions for? I love watching the auditions for, for the for the zombies. In the yep. Walking Dead, yeah, no, I love just I love seeing people it. how they interpret it and yeah. being like, oh, yeah, all yeah, that I shit. Think, I think that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know how you act uh, for this thing, yeah, because these are not zombies. Crazy. These are. Man. It's like they they're fast and they twitch and they yeah. make this weird the noise. noise. Yeah, man, the clicking. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's a really good show, yeah. and Pedro Pascal is really good. This second episode, they introduced because again, I didn't play the game. They introduced. Uh, the fibers in the ground and you can step on a fiber here and wake yeah. up a hundred of them. But that's down what I'm talking about. That's that part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not, it's, it's not zombies. It can't be compared. Cause that's such a different, 
aspect because in The Walking it. Dead you go be quiet avoid the crowd so it wasn't like that in Walking Dead no 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 that's what I'm talking about though. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's not comparable it's not to, for many right. reasons but yeah, I yeah. thought you were talking about how they have like the zones and the no, no. the little tent no, boarded up just, cities that's just what the that's just what life is damn I'm talking about like, yeah the fungus the way that, that they work yes. the way that they operate yeah, yeah. way different than a zombie this isn't dope. a zombie that's dope it's not a zombie yeah, yeah. because in, again in Walking Dead they're like mindless things so if they see you they'll attack if they hear you they'll attack but these are like if you step on a a fiber yeah it uh they are connected to that fiber that's and crazy. so they know where you are and they're coming right at you it's crazy so it's not even like just you, you you could see one and go all right well as long as I just stay quiet I can walk past it you step on something and that's alive, yeah. and it'll alert that thing that is coming. And oh, it's just the pacing is so good. Yeah, and this episode it. was like emotional. And you know, here's what I'll say without spoilers to be able to kill a character off, I don't think that's a spoiler because you don't know who it is, but to be able to kill a character off and you care two episodes in, yeah, where you're like, you have an emotional connection to a character, that's the sign of a good show. I said, Damn. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, we don't know these people. It's yeah. been two episodes. I shouldn't feel anything. And again, they killed somebody off on the first episode, mm -hmm. and I cried. Yeah. And know. it's the first episode. It's been 30 minutes. I don't know this person. I don't know this person and have seen this person for seasons. And, yeah. You know, I don't even know, but it got me. So that tells me that this show is something special where you're getting attached to these people because of their great acting yeah. and you, you believe what's happening. Yeah. And again, somebody brought it up when we talked about it, like, by by the audience knowing what's about to happen, uh -huh. and if that no spoiler, but the first that first episode when the the daughter was just like something is just something is something is off. Yes, and it's like you going like we know we, we know, know what's going, off. but it's like but seeing that and then being connected to it and going like fuck man, yeah. it's this is about to get bad. It's like yeah. oh man, it's, uh, somebody when we asked that question, I can't remember who the person is, but you know what you said. Yeah. They said that it's called being you're the omniscient narrator. Okay. Um, so that's what it's called when yeah. the audience can see there's something behind you. Yeah, yeah. Turn around. Okay. And there and but the person in the scene doesn't know to turn around. Mm. You're the omniscient narrator. Got you. So yeah. So yeah, uh still watching The Last of Us, great show. That's kind of all I've been really focused on lately. Yeah. I did discuss during the um the virtual house party, which we will be having again next month. Yeah. Uh sorry to the people. I mean, for obvious reasons why we didn't do the shout outs, but we will get we'll be back to regular programming next week and we'll get everybody their shout outs next week so I didn't get to talk about the virtual house party but yeah. we do plan on doing those every month and I did talk about Love Island okay yeah and yeah. so that is something I've been diving into a bit I, I didn't dive back in yet but I learned about the messiness and it, it drew me in a little bit more <laughs> and so I think I might start watching Love Island okay because it's just so messy oh you didn't I, watch it yet I watched one what, episode you was at while my barber would talk to me for an hour about the premise of the got show you, got you, so got it's you. playing on in the background and he's telling me about he was how it works. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, more so like the the rules. Okay. Not like the people, but like how it works and the objective and what the goal is of the show. Okay. And he did a really good job. Yeah. You know. I watched. Um, I didn't get my. I wasn't getting my hair cut for an hour, yeah, but that's wild. <laughs> I watched you people. I watched that. You people. With Jonah Hill and. Uh, oh, and Eddie London. Murphy and, and Eddie Murphy. How was it? It's good. Man. Did you like it? It was a good movie. It was funny. Mm -hmm. Um, it did remind. I, it did remind me of like um. It's about it's about culture. So it's, yeah. it's 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 it reminded me of like when me and Steph first yeah. got together. Her mm -hmm. being Latino, me being African American. Yeah. Parents like you know just a different uh, cult, different un, yeah different yeah, yeah. like you, 
we're not what he's not one of us, so yeah. there's some skepticism there. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me, it was like bridging I, well, the gap. I, yeah, it reminded me. I was like, damn, this reminds me of kind of what we went through. Yeah, when we first got together. So it was it was a definitely a good movie. Yeah, that's real, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's a lot of you know um, interracial relationships yeah. are just which is great. It's it's the it's kind of it's norm it's normal now. Yeah, but there's a it's normal societally. I mean, for the most part, obviously not. You know, obviously people are gross and yeah. whatever. But that it's it's those movies have always been around. I remember like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner was a movie that came out in like the seventies, and then they they would remake it from time to time. So they remade it in the early two like mid two thousands with Ashton Kutcher, I think it was Zoe Saldana, okay, yeah. Cedric the Entertainer, yeah. and I can't remember who her mom was. And it's like here's a white guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know that kind of thing. They did it on the episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, yep. where she brought a white. Oh, it was uh his, his, one of the aunts brought a white guy home, and they were like the, the cab driver. TV. They thought yeah, he was yeah. the cab driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. It's, but it's always interesting to see that side of it played out where it's like, we're cool. Like it's, this isn't about society being racist. This, yeah, yeah. this is like, how's your, the family reaction? Yeah. yeah. Cause, Cause that's, he, that's cause, real too. Yeah, Cause Jonah Hill was Jewish. Yeah. And then Lauren on his family, she, she, he was, if family was Muslim. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that was a part of yeah, it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's, oh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 So I've been meaning to check that out. It's Cause funny. I do love Definitely. Jonah Hill. It's, I love Jonah oh, Hill. Yeah, I, love it. I saw the clip of him being like, Playing niggas in Paris and him being like, "Why do you like this song?" He's like, "Ah, well, I like the element. I don't even really yeah. think about w- w- where they are or anything. Like that. I just kind of like that they're having a good time." Yeah. And he's like, "What's the name of it again? What's the title of it?" He's like, uh, "Title." Yeah, he didn't um, want to say it at all. Uh, I don't even really. I think it's like something like friends in Paris yeah. or having. We're funny. all having a good time in Paris. Funny. I just love Jonah Hill's yeah. timing. Yeah. Is just he's he so like funny. he met the parents at like Roscoe's. Like, please go. It was it was hilarious. <laughs> it, it was funny. Check it out. It was funny. Yeah. So I, what's watch. it called? It's called You People. You People. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a good that's a good suggestion. So You People, Love Island. If you're into trash television, and obviously the big one is uh, um, The Last of Us, which I think I can safely say, man. I think we're both going to watch it from start to finish. Man. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited to come yeah, in here yeah. every week and yeah, kind of ask you your thoughts on episode to yeah, episode. Man. So, yeah, because it's cool. I don't think we've ever done this in the <laughs> entire time that I've known you. Then we tried. Yeah. And failed. You were like, oh, man. I, I I can't remember what it was. We watched something for like three episodes straight, and then it got to like episode five, and I was like, you still watching? You were like, no, nah, man, I missed like two. I, I, I haven't, I'm not watching anymore. It's just like, damn, man. Yeah. Man. Shit. I thought he was doing something. But this one, I feel confident yeah. all the elements are there. I played the game, so I'm like- You're invested. The, the, one of the greatest games I've ever played. So I'm like, oh, no, I'm I'm, I'm fully- Locked in. I'm, I'm locked in on this. Good. One. Yeah, man. Well, um, folks, I hope that we gave you guys some things to think about and talk about. And again, I, I would love conversations to stem from the things we talked about. And I hope that anything that I said, it was, it was, it was a moment of passion. Anything I or France said, I don't want to stifle conversation, obviously- but I also want to make it clear that there's some elements of this conversation that are sensitive and kind of like not up for debate. I feel like like there's no debate to be had of some of the elements of this story. I'm not going to tell anybody that you shouldn't try, but just be prepared for a negative response to be happening because this is a very emotional topic and it's always going to be that. So if your intention is not purely to inform yourself or have a a real question if your only intention is to take the opposition and debate save it for another day you know like save if you want to be if you're just trying to be um controversial and spicy online don't do that with me 
I don't I'm not looking to have any conversations like that. So again, I hope that you know you enjoyed this kind of different thing that we did this episode. We'll be back next week and you know jump back into how we normally do things, but after talking that long about what we talked about, it I just didn't have it in me to go into the true crime route. So um I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime Francel Evans, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace.